President's instructed me to pass along an order to you. You are not to get shot down. Uh, we'll do our best, sir. I don't think you understand me, Commander. You are not to get shot down under any circumstances. Whatever happens up there, you were not shot at. Mechanical failures are fine. Crashing into mountains, fine. But you and your men are not to be shot at, fired at, or launched upon. <laughs> Wait a second, we don't get paid for this? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll continue with the paid. fun. You got paid. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on, everybody? I made it back from Massachusetts just okay. in time, too, man. Uh, oh. No, not just in time. I just missed it. Is what you mean? <laughs> I wanted to get some snow because. Uh, oh, you wanted to see? Snow. Oh shit! Yeah. Dad, the only problem with that is I was throwing your route, and you <laughs> <laughs> would have got stuck. I was like, "So sorry, man." It's like Actually, here another week. Yeah. I mean. It scares me, but they'll fly out in fucking oh, yeah, yeah. blizzard conditions. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been sitting on an airplane before. And and they're like, oh, the they're going to cancel it. I was yeah. like, they're going to yank us off this plane. Yeah, no. I've I've <laughs> been on a uh, plane in Denver where we had to sit at the taxi spot so for like an extra 30 it. minutes. No, so they could de-ice the oh, plane. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. It was the only no, time like, that's I've, ever happened. Like, I've had, they even come over. Yeah, we're just waiting for a truck to come de-ice the plane. Yeah, we'll it was negative seven. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold up I'll there, the but it, uh, <laughs> it's just as cold down here. Like it was colder this morning. Yeah, I I looked and it's because I have night. Norton on my yeah. app where you, ha- you can add cities. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, so I have a few cities I go to, and then I always keep Norton just to mm. kind of see what tells it's you like what the weather north. is up yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah, it, it snowed last night, so but you had fun up there. Oh yeah, I had fun. Went eat a lot of good food. A lot of good food. Did you say uh, Papa Gino's is going out of business? Yeah, they went bankrupt. So I'm glad I went to them when I did. But we'll see if they're still up there when I go back. Did you go to North? Had those full bellied clams. Oh yeah. <sighs> Where'd you have those from? <laughs> uh, it's called Brownsville Station. It's in Norton. It looks like an old country store. When you oh, go yeah. in there, they cook like seafood and stuff in there. Oh, it's crazy. My God. I would murder an order. See, of whole belly clams. Ugh. But we went flea marketing and we went uh, the toy store i bought like unbelievable amount of crap that i don't need you played a 1200 video game uh, played a 1200 video game <laughs> uh, apparently there's a nintendo game at the end of the line uh for the nes line called little samson that uh, Do you my, say it was fun too right it was great yeah that's why my cousin's like you gotta play it and i was like i'm good and he said nah man this is this is a game that you would you would actually like i said even more reason i'm never gonna own it <laughs> piss me off he says they got knockoffs you want but if you uh to get the original it's like 1200 bucks jeez so man i'll have to find a knockoff <laughs> someone wanted it so bad they put it on yeah. a layaway yeah. <laughs> i mean that makes sense too he's got a bunch of stuff on layaway there that people just come in and they drop some money i guess before christmas that's a smart idea oh but, yeah uh yeah so i bought a i bought a bunch of video games and uh friggin uh dvds probably 100 and something dvds but i got them so cheap and i got the cousin discount discount at the store like i i went through his back room and came up with 50 and he's like 20 bucks Nice. Something like that. You know? Don't rat him out on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Half those stuff, he's... Well, he hadn't even gone through the ones in the back. I found a few gems back there, but uh, gems, like, being relative to stuff that I want. Like, right. they had some Jerry Lewis movies back there that you can never find. Oh, that's awesome, places dude. And stuff, so. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of his. Yeah. Anyone he, wanting to watch Cinderella, you, you come over to my house. <laughs> the, uh, you, that store couldn't exist down here. There just wouldn't be that much stuff circulating. Like up there. Uh, no, well, yeah, because he goes to the flea markets and he can recoup his stuff because at the flea markets, like down here, if we go to flea markets, you got 
tons of tools. Mm-hmm. You got movies Knives. and you got weapons <laughs> Knives, and stuff yeah, like that. And, and vegetables stars. and fr- fruit and vegetables. Up north, right. like every every third or fourth booth is toys or really? video games because yeah. it was such a big thing up there in the huh. 80s and everyone's attics were filled with shit. Yeah. He, he can drive around the... I mean, you can drive around the yard sales around here, but you'll probably go through 12 before you find a single thing from then. He goes up there and he finds... Uh, Super Nintendos and lots of games and There's everything. There's comic like shops here, but they only deal with new comics, right? Yeah, they don't have any wall comics whatsoever. I mean, not that it, you you open the store that Eric has down here. If you open it in the right place, if it would it do m- well. It might trigger a lot of that type of sales. You should, uh, but getting your stock refilled would you be should difficult. Talk to them about opening a, Get a second location. Pipeline Shit going with, with uh, shipping that guy. now. Yep. That guy won't even sell online. I think next year is his no, no, first no, time. Just have Eric pick you up stock. Oh yeah, yeah well, he's, ship it down here. He's yeah. got stock for his own store <laughs> to worry about. The pipeline probably. is the difficult part, right? Yeah. But yeah, so we did '90s horror up there. So if you guys had oh, nice. anyone listening hasn't listened to, and you're into '90s horror, some good B stuff on there. What I was usually, your number one? My number one. That's a good question. Oh, it was Lord of Illusions. Mm. Yeah, I love Lord of Illusions. It was a good uh, some a bunch of Clyde Barker on there, a couple Wes Cravens, some. Uh, 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 who else was it? Um, I saw the yeah, uh, I saw the picture you put up the yeah. other day, and uh, innocent blood. That's, that's the first that's thing the I saw. Those and eyes, the, man. The first thing that I thought of though was Robert Loja. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would have my one of my top ones would have been Jacob's Ladder. That, that was, was on mine. there. That's on mine. Yeah, that was on. It, uh, it's was on, it's on it. Mm-hmm. I did uh, number three or four was Jacob's Ladder because it was just disturbing. Man, was great. I see. So that thing, that I was talking about thing the, was shaking its head. It would drive by in a car and like yeah. for and me the uh, he'd see a flash. The disco scene. If, you, if you're watching it with the lights off in your house and they do the strobe lights and mm. she's dancing with the tail, the tail, she's like straddling the tail of the demon, mm. and then uh, all of a sudden the horn <laughs> comes out of her mouth, it, like she's getting almost fucked by the alien on the uh, on the dance floor or the demon on the dance floor. It's disturbing, but yeah, it's like see, stuff he's seeing in his head. I've never seen that movie all the way through. Uh, I remember. So you seeing, don't know the ending? No. Oh. I, 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 the, the thing is, I is, spoiled it on the pod. So oh, that's all wanna, good. I'm not worried I, about I it. I did a spoil. Alert, so <laughs> so fast, fast forward, forward like everybody else. Yeah, no, I remember watching it as a kid and it being so just like <laughs> fucked up and scary yeah. that I was just like, nope, I'm no, done. I'm like, I'm out, you know. You and, watched a lot of movies you weren't supposed to. Why do you think I'm such a great person, <laughs> yeah, Paul and I were talking about it. <laughs> Everybody needs a little crazy. <laughs> well, this week's this week's pod, and this kind of goes. Uh, unfortunately, this is kind of what's going around in the in the country and everything with the way climate change is kind of shifted and going nuts right now. In our political uh, <laughs> is a, a disaster pod. And, uh, our Best wishes kind of go out to those people in California, man. Every state's got one thing. Except that douchebag couple. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Private fire brigade. I won't mention their I won't name. Mention but it ends with a K. Yeah. And they sell shoes called Yeezys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope you burn. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the, uh, the record, I have a wildly different opinion. Uh, but, uh,. Yeah, it seems like every state has something, you know. We've yeah. got to worry about hurricanes here up north. you got to worry about blizzards. <laughs> Over in California, you're worrying about droughts and fires and earthquakes. Uh, uh, earthquakes. It's yeah. kind of taken a, a step back, though. Yeah, they haven't. Thankfully. But they certainly... Here, anyways. Certainly, as far as 
fires go. Did you see the video of Gerard Butler? You, I, I you said you saw it, right? Did no, you, I didn't, didn't see, see it. it. But if they did have a good earthquake, we might be back in the film business. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood goes under. Well, yeah. shit. You're going to need directors. Atlanta's the new Hollywood yeah. anyways. Man. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it's all happening right now. But yeah, Gerard Butler's like was selfie uh, video and right in front of his house and his house is cinders man there's nothing there what i don't understand about that though is like because wildfires move fast you know and like i've heard tons of stories about people just getting caught up in them like if it's moving that quickly i'm not like debating anything i'm just saying like i'm very sorry that your house burned down but what the fuck are you doing standing in front of it like you know what some of it was um they they made an announcement to leave and then there was traffic jams oh yeah everybody california's there, but we have five thousand. We have five thousand troops at the uh, at the border waiting yeah. for that that waiting crazy that. insane caravan to come over and kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the migrants they're gonna I, they're gonna go walk through that line and hug those soldiers, and the soldiers are gonna be like, they've got to realize how ridiculous it is being down there. Yeah, you know, Good we thing. could be fighting this fire over on the west coast, but it was like. I think it was like 122 million dollars. It was uh, it is what it would uh, cost for them just to be there until the car gets there. <laughs> I like that is the most They're insane gonna, thing. And, and they were saying a bunch of most of them are going to miss Thanksgiving with their families. Yeah. Oh, it's it's uh, absolutely it's ridiculous, so, man. God, so. Good thing we have strong leadership in this country. <laughs> <laughs> the, sar- the sarcasm is thick with that one. <laughs> yeah, because that shit is a disaster. Oh, thank you for bringing us back. You can always t- t- count on Justin to. Get us back on track. So yeah, this Thank is kind of Justin. a this is a great. <laughs> don't make. I swear to God, dude. One of these days, gonna I'm going to spit <laughs> fucking liquid all over the microphone. It's going to sprawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got to spew, just spew. Spewing this, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, so th- what's interesting about this particular category of disaster catastrophe? You know, it's so many subcategories to this. You yeah. know, it could be man-made, it could be climate-related, mm-hmm. supernatural. It could be supernatural. Yep. It could be a zombie apocalypse. Yep. It could. Uh, this is totally open for dr- drama movies. Not as much comedies, but if you picked this is the end, I guess you it could very well a bet on here yeah. for that type of uh, disaster type of pod. Uh, I have no so I don't know where a lot of your guys <laughs> land. Mine lands a lot of uh, post-apocalyptic. Hell, almost all of mine, except for maybe one, is not grounded in realism. Oh, all wow. of mine, except one, is not grounded in realism. Except for one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. How about you? Yeah, Are I think... Are a lot of them... Uh, they're all definitely possible, except for one, yeah. Except well, for one. And oh, it could the be, opposite, it so. could be It could be possible, depending on your beliefs. There yeah, are no, depending on your beliefs. There, 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 there are no zombies. zombies. <laughs> it's not zombies. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> do you don't believe put, in zombies? Don't be putting that in his head, Only man. if there are the zombie leper pirates. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean. Let the boy believe. <laughs> Let the boy be what your do you dog, mean zombies man. Let the boy real. be your dog. <laughs> you, ever, you ever see that one? No. SNL. Oh, that's the great it SNL. Was, uh, it was Chris Farley and, was, uh, the, was in uh, Adam Sandler, <laughs> and Chris Farley was like the guy that was pitching something. It was during like a weekend update. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Adam Sandler was like, I want to be this. He's like, well, let him come over and be this. For me. <laughs> and then, like, Adam Sanders whispered to him that he wanted him to be his dog. And he's like, really? <laughs> and then he's trying to pitch it. Let the it's boy way... be your dog. Yeah. <laughs> way funnier than no, I'm I presenting can, it. But... Yeah, but I can hear Chris, <laughs> yeah, Chris like Farley. He, yeah. he does that man by, yeah. the, by the river. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff, man. Uh, I miss that guy. <laughs> yeah, he could have went on to do some serious stuff, man. So oh, yeah, you it's don't, a shame. Don't yet another disaster. Don't live poorly <laughs> yeah. and do 
truckloads of cocaine. Yeah. That's, that's the. <laughs> I mean, that's that's probably the moral of that story. Yeah, but that's that's, that's the moral about that one. Yeah, of a lot of those kind of uh, troubled comedians, kind of uh, outlook on life and their kind of future. It sucks. But <laughs> Artie Lang, he went to rehab, and the guy's like, he goes, like, "What are you in here time? for?" I know. He's like, "Cocaine." He's like, "What are you putting it on?" Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day we still have Artie around. It's a good day because he's he skirted that. Uh, I love the movie uh, with him and Norm Macdonald. Dirty, dirty Work. Dirty oh, work. my love gosh. Dirty work. It's dude. one of my favorites. So good. It's my absolutely favorite uh, uh, movie with both those guys. Oh, I think, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I could name another movie with both those guys. No. With Norm? Uh, yeah, I can't think of a Norm movie. I can think of tons of TV. Yeah. Or, or Artie. I'm not sure what Artie had been done doing before that. <laughs> Norm McDonald. Their career plays. is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Let's get us back on. All right, Justin. Let's let's start this disaster catastrophe uh, pot off, and we can even mention a couple of our honorable mentions at the end. There was a bunch of that I had to hold off on here, but I know a lot of these on my list. Anyways, we haven't talked about yet, uh, so I was excited to go. What you got? You got something we haven't talked about yet? Uh, yeah, actually, I do, and, oh. and and we'll just go right into like you said, every state having something of its own weather pattern going on. We're Twister, gonna, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Yeah, and it's uh, a good one, man. Yeah, and there was a huge cast in that. Really um, huge. Before they were big, except for maybe uh, De- uh, Dennis Quaid, who has been big for years, but way before uh, Donnie. Or around the same time, I think he had just done Donnie Darko as Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he was fairly young because, let's see, it came out in 2004. Emma Emma was uh, amazing in this, too. Yeah. Before she did uh, Emma Rossum, before she did Shameless. Um, So basically, it's scientists are starting to realize very quickly because it's like going to happen the day after tomorrow. Um, you see how it ties in that like <laughs> this, uh, wink, this wink. <laughs> um, like the weather, the weather pattern, there's this giant super storm coming and it's basically like a freak winter, you know, fake news. I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Climate change. Climate uh, change. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That it's snowing chestnut. in New Delhi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens in this movie too. Yeah. No, you it, realize it's fucked up because it's snowing in New Delhi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does it snow in New Delhi? Yeah. It's basically like, like it's about to be an ice age, yeah. and it's going to create what you know, like this is a, a cold nuclear movie. We, we watched this yesterday. Nuclear winter was it yesterday or the day before? I watched this. My wife is like freezing. She's like, "Why are you putting this?" <laughs> I was like, "If I can get the volcano or one of these uh, other movies," like I said, "I'll get to it." She wouldn't. Right she now. wouldn't like one of my movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. But um, so Dennis Quaid is like a leading, I, like geologist, not yeah. geologist, he's like, like a, a, a what do you call it? meteorologist? Maybe he says it at one point, Jake Gyllenhaal, when he's in the library talking. Into the, uh, the other survivors. Where did you get your information for? Climatologist. I yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's basically saying to the government, like, hey, this is coming. We need to prepare. And part of the government's like, yeah, we don't really believe you. I don't even think they show the vice president. Oh, Good thing the that could never happen. <laughs> you, you know who the vice president is, this, though? Uh, Wynda Merle. Wynda Merle yeah. is? Oh, really? Plays the vice president. That's a guy who played crazy as, as a motherfucker early in his career, and now he's just playing dads and lawyers and judges and uh, presidents. Huh. It's because we, we got enough crazy in the real life. Everybody's like, I can't play crazy. Remember, in, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna play straight. Nobody's seen that in a while. Yeah, and right? that, guy's a, that guy's a chameleon too. He can play yeah. several different yeah. things. He did it in Twin Peaks, but in like uh, Miracle, they gave him like an accent, a weird yeah. like accent as the he was the, like, like Russian, like like Czechoslovakian. Like, or yeah, or he was really good at mm. that. So basically, <laughs> yeah. So um, what they're trying to do is like 
evacuate the country, you know, and like the northern part. That was actually yeah. my favorite line from it when he's actually standing in front of the uh, president. He draws the line, and the line's at, like, Tennessee, straight across hey, the United we're States. Safe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need to evacuate the southern part of the country. And they're like, right. what about the top part? Yeah, yeah, It's too late. Sorry, they're already dead. Yeah. Uh, well, and the thing is, is, like, eventually it's not just the line between Tennessee. No. It's, like, all the way down to mid-Mexico, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and so, like... The real like storyline of the movie is because you have all these natural disasters going on. How did on. it happen? That's what I remember. Was... The ice caps. It was the uh, Mo- the melting of the melting ice of caps. The ice caps. Caused... People had been warning about it, and it made the it was like that a shift. Cause yeah, it made a shift when the uh, what is it? The salinity hits the uh, the the two oceans yeah, or something yeah. like that, uh-huh. or, or and they don't. Or mix. it happened, and it didn't mix, and something happened, and that was the catalyst. I think between it. That, yeah, that's just <laughs> nuts. Um, it is nuts. It's above my scientific But, brain. you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I can, in my imagination, going, oh, shit, I guess maybe that could happen. People that you are know? science deniers makes no sense to me. It's <laughs> quantifiable, man. You can you can actually literally figure this out. Yeah. Anything makes, else is... No, what's even bothering more is when scientists are science deniers. Right. I yeah. can understand why. Well, that's great. I don't see many of normal, those. <laughs> there's people that have been advising the president that's that crazy. tell him... That, well, they've drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, the either that or they got lots of oil stock. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the main storyline though is Dennis Quaid is Jake Gyllenhaal's dad, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to rescue them so that they can get them on a chopper. Get to the chopper. Yeah. Get them on a chopper, <laughs> and you know, evac them to South America, basically. Yeah, he's on like a school trip, like a. Uh, uh, in, in like, like, New like York. a scientific decathlon type of uh, uh, trivia Jake, Jake competition. Yeah. yeah, him and em- Emmy Rossum. Uh, and they have another friend too, but uh, I can't remember. The little remember black who that kid. Is. I'm not sure what um, he's in. And his mom is Cello, Cela Ward, who's actually a nurse at some place doing something. I don't know what the hell. She her, her character <laughs> doesn't really need to be doing something. Her character was absolutely not needed in this movie whatsoever. No, but they had uh, to have a love interest, you but, know, because it was it was one of those heavily CGI'd summer blockbuster, yeah. you know, million, had, you what know, year did this kind come of a happy ending. Two thousand four. Um, as happy as an ending. Yeah, exactly. Could have it had, but you know, <laughs> so the real kind of like storyline is Dennis Quaid trying to get to him and they have to like I mean the northern North America just becomes like Antarctica and they have to trek through the snow all I think of when you say that is the parody they did on South Park I'm coming, Stan. Oh, where, his dad, where his dad's trekking across. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it wasn't. No, wasn't he doing it? I it can't wasn't remember what the, the... It was hot out. Like, <laughs> he thought it was cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> It was something stupid. But right. It was well, a and so it. then there's, like, wolves, you know. Yeah, the wolves are, part was good. Man. Yeah. Those um, had a couple of really good key scenes they would scenes take over. This. Right. Well, because uh, she got cut. And there was like yeah. some kind of infection, and they yeah. knew that there was first aid on this <clears throat> boat. Remember yeah. the, the boat? boat just yeah, th- traveled right into land. Manhattan. Yeah, down because the, the because the wave, you know, the yeah, ocean yeah, just yeah. rose so much. And uh, so, I mean, it's an intense movie. Yeah, you it know? has some good scenes. Roland Emmerich is the director of it, and he's he's familiar with this type of stuff. He did Independence Day, which could have easily been on this pod mm-hmm. if it was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but some some of the my uh, most memorable scenes in this was when that first wave came into new york yeah remember she's trying to help the the couple in the uh 
in the taxi cab to get out and Jake sees the wave coming and has to go drag her out of right, there and everything. Yeah. And you've got the guy from Speed who's in this movie with his dog. Uh, he was the guy that uh, Keanu stole the fast red car from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, do yeah. remember that. The black guy. He plays the he plays like a homeless guy with like a border collie yeah. that uh, is kind of wrapped up in this with him. Because once they, they kind of all hide inside the museum uh, the library the library the big yeah. library and they start burning York. the books to and, uh, you know, people freak out <laughs> that's a really cool scene too because yeah. they have this one scene where you can see like, and, and the cold is like a character of itself yeah because he's Dennis uh, Quaid has already built up the fact that if you can if you're outside for more than like 12, 13 seconds you will freeze and they yeah, showed it like your to insides somebody. will freeze it showed it happen yeah. to somebody it just and, and then it just froze his face right. all well and so like at one point the cold is getting colder and you can see it like the fire starting to go out yeah and they literally like make like a level of frost go over the yeah, ice yeah. to like show you digital shot of yeah it going to down show the you that it's getting colder and it's heading straight for them you know and they have to like huddle up around the fire yeah, and dun, dun. like yeah and the doors <laughs> yeah. start to get frosty and like they have to combat the heat you know and Dennis Quaid warned of this too it was something happened in the wind and he was like oh my god it right. said like something and you knew that's when the moment it was going to hit and then it just all came yeah. uh, down to it and you had to outrun the frost in the hallway sounds like news you'd trying keep, to light some fire you think Randy Quaid would give you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now it was the, the smug episode where the they smug. all got uh, yeah. Priuses yeah yeah that's, yeah. Right. that's right and he thought it was cool. remember he thought it was cold but it really wasn't yeah <laughs> but yeah that was a good one and you know yeah what was your favorite events, uh stuff with it i mean either the wolf scene or the cold scene yeah both um, those are the two i like the wave scene uh obviously is a big one when it first hits and no one knows what the hell's happening or where they're walking along and they fall through the roof oh that's of right the they're all kind of tied together we have uh and you've seen all these actors before so it's dennis quaid it's the guy from homeland the kind of simpleton one from homeland uh, I think he might be in another one of my movies too. And uh, then you've got the older guy who's a character actor who's been, a, he was in JFK. He was the one that showed how Oswald could not get that shot off. Uh-huh. You know that guy, Dave? No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember JFK? Uh, the guy in the window that was telling him we had eight snipers try to get this shot and he couldn't do it. Uh, I'm trying to remember. You'd recognize him. You guys pulled up, don't you? Yeah. Show Dennis Quaid's other buddy here because. I gotta uh, find him. What's his he's name? He's in there. Oh, that I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, so they're trekking along that thing and they fall through and his friend realizes he's going to have to, he's pulling the guy from Homeland through, so he has to cut that cable. Right. Which we've seen that in many movies before, but it was, uh... Which one is he? Here, show it to me. (laughs) Excuse us while we... Excuse us while we do... Excuse me while I I whip this this out. I'm going to stop this pod right now. That's J.O. Sanders. He's the one on the, uh... On the far uh, right there. J.L. Sanders, that's his name? Yeah, J.L. Sanders. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been a lot of stuff. I like to give good character actors that I do because... That... I, I've been enjoying... Uh, JFK. We've been watching movie? a lot of these old TV shows. My girl has been taping old Coach episodes, old uh, Barney Miller's, old uh, Silver Spoons. And one of my favorite things is if you go on IMDb and you look at the entire cast for like Silver Spoons. And the, once you get down to the appearances by actors that were only in like one episode, uh-huh. it's amazing how they're all like famous actors that oh, we really? watch now. Uh, and I'm like... Who the hell knew this girl was in this? Or uh, Christina Applegate did one episode and uh, all this. So it's huh. fun watching these character actors who've been watching, and especially in those old TV. Like you watch a lot, a lot of Law and Order, so you see all those character actors ha- yeah. all the time, man. 
They, and, and it's great, man. Well, the, the problem is, is as soon as you see yeah, their name, you're like, oh, that's the guy that raped the girl yeah. <laughs> or killed the policeman. Yeah, but it, I love that they're still... I don't watch the credits. <laughs> I want to at least be surprised when I see his face. When I see the person, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Day After Tomorrow, that was a good one. Yeah. How about you, Dave? I think I'm going to stick with the... Uh, the cold theme. What you do? You doing research over there? I'm doing research. research. <laughs> Just I didn't want it, to. It's a real event, so I didn't want to. I wanted. To oh, I got you. I'll make shit up. <laughs> I'll, I'll make stuff up. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good thing nobody does that. Anymore. No, not at all. <laughs> this is <a> very sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I want to go back to one other thing about day after tomorrow. One of my favorite things. No, oh, you already said. And that. you wouldn't think about it. You wouldn't think about it until we're in this like climate of today's like the political climate we're dealing with. Is at the very end the vice president like thanking these countries that were third world countries has now accepted us in as their own. Right. And yeah. everything, and we got to flee to Mexico and everything. Yep. It would be hilarious that if that would happen today in Mexico, it would be like, oh, really? <laughs> no, we're gonna put up a wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sad thing about it is they would still accept us. They yeah, were like, oh, yeah. yeah, come on down. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're not doing that to there. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Dave? If they put a wall up, I would say, good on you guys. <laughs> yeah. Keeping yeah. us been, out of been, there. We've been winning for yeah. too long. <laughs> they would stick their heads up like Monty Python the whole year. <laughs> yes, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> I fought in your English direction. direction. <laughs> All right, what you got for your real um, life? Uh, alive. Oh, oh yeah, good. I, I was actually going to pick that one, and you, then I like, totally forgot about it. Like 10 or 20 pods ago, you yeah. were going to put it on one of them. Yeah. I can't remember what pod it was. I, I but, don't either. Uh, this is a great story, and I saw this in the theater. You saw this in the theater. In theater yeah, and then saw, Another one that's very cool. a bunch cold. of times after, which it's just, it's one of those things that you you kind of look interior within yourself and say, could I have survived? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because there's mean, one major element everyone yeah, knows for so, the movie. So what it is, it's 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 a soccer team. I, I think rugby, it's rugby, yeah. Chilean or yeah. they were on a Uruguay flight, all played by Americans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they cl- they the instruments were wrong on the plane or something, and the pilot was flying too low. Too low, yeah. And he clipped. Yeah, I part own this of the movie. mountain. It's such a great movie. And. The crashed plane the had plane. 40 people on it. Yeah. And the crash, and 28 people survived the initial crash. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, they, <laughs> some of them they, did not. And, some, and they ate them. Yeah. yeah. Some, mean, of them they had tasty, and, and some yeah. of them were tasty. And some of them were tasty. But they didn't do it immediately. You no, because they, they, no. they had chocolate. They Remember, they, they found ate. like the cart that had the food. They yeah. found a bunch of stuff. They had, and they, they had they alcohol. Took rations. And, and there were some. some Big names in this. You had Ethan Hawke. Yeah. You had Vincent Spano, who yeah. the only thing I remember him other than this was Oscar. He was the one that was going to marry. Yeah. Uh, he was the accountant that was yeah, marry yeah. his daughter. Yeah. Uh, he was in this. He might have been the head of the rugby team. Mm-hmm. I think he was the coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember a lot of the discussion. I don't think it happened until probably about 45 minutes into the movie where they were like. And it wasn't just rugby. There was like family members that yeah. were on the right. too, yeah. like moms yeah. and sisters. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and it was a lot were, of it was this them like huddling down. Yeah. Remember, I remember the discussion. With I the think one. they were high. They were very Catholic. Yeah, and I think well that because was you remember the, the one guy who didn't why uh, they didn't want who, to who eat people pray and, and he was like right. I'm an agnostic. I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna pray. And then the yes. then like what happened? The plane like shifted angles and yeah. started sliding down the mountain. And then after that, he prayed. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, they also sure. had that great joke where he was like, "It's like I order pizza." I'll, I'll pay for yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just my favorite scene in that whole movie is they finally 
they finally realize that. By the way, seventy-two days. Is that, that what was it was? I was looking up. Seventy-two yeah. that's, days. That's insane. In the, insane. In the mountains. In the mountains where you shouldn't be. Zero in. below zero weather. Yeah. yeah. You know, you probably would have a hard yeah. time existing days. up there, well supplied. For yeah, for a couple of days. You know. <laughs> so long can you last, Kenny? Seven, seven thirty. No window, love. Go south. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Seventy-two days. And how many? How many came out of it? Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, man, that's out of, crazy. Would you say the twenty-eight? So twenty-eight 40, survived. Twenty-eight originally survived yeah. out of the forty. Yeah. The big actors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ones right. who had their sad cards. Well, and you remember, like... <laughs> sad card actors. They were, <laughs> they were trying to see if they could hike out. Well, that's my favorite part. Yeah. So after a while, they realized, listen, yeah. there's no one coming to look for us. Right. They have no idea where we went down. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, they didn't exactly know where they were. Right. So They're they, using the they sun, took, but other they took than that. The, they took the three or four strongest people, yeah. gave them extra ass meat yeah <laughs> that's literally right. what they were doing they no, were that's cutting what they were doing with, with glass but yeah, yeah like and, uh, and they tried to cook it at some point and it didn't come out good so they were like eating, eating raw, raw ass. Yeah. Like, well i mean <laughs> eating i would have ass. no qual- i'll tell you what <laughs> oh my god hashtag ass this also reminds is me a fucking disaster <laughs> it also reminds me of a south park episode <laughs> where they got locked they got locked in the building and and mr garrison garrison, <laughs> garrison started eating eric roberts <laughs> yeah, after, like, right, after like, like four hours or five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had a doggy bag at the end i'll take his eric roberts home with me yeah. anyone else was haunts eric roberts <laughs> <laughs> that was funny but my favorite scene is so they they load them up and they go to hike and they it's tough man they go Finally, get up to the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. and they see where they are, and it's just yeah. more mountains forever. Mountains. Like, for as far as you, far can, as you see. can see, mountain yeah. after mountain yeah. after mountain. Well, they did that to us like twice, and then the third time is when we actually saw some green pastures, yeah. and stuff right. Like that, and you were like, yeah, because oh, they man. had to go further than they'd ever gone yeah. before. Because they, I mean, you really you know, got to like test the waters. I mean, you got to go, you got to go north a little bit, then you got to come yeah. back in the next expedition. You got to go south, right? Well, and you only, only going to so last daylight. so much food, and yeah. the yeah. shelter is probably minimal. I mean, I like to think that I my my uh, constitution and my mental stability or would, your would, sense of uh, survival would, would my sense of yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean if I if no, I you're die, in that situation I, I don't die, think I, I'm getting I mean you, they say stay where you are if you get lost yeah but if you're in, that's unless you've crashed on the top of a mountain. Yeah, right. Like, I'd like oh. to say I wouldn't eat ass meat, but I oh, <laughs> I would eat ass meat on day three. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm not even dead yet. There's a dead guy right over there. Yeah, I like gonna, warm ass yeah, meat. Yeah, it doesn't taste gonna right color, cooked. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna die anyway. <laughs> no, well, and then uh, there's the, you know there's a couple of scenes because like to me overall it, it is it is absolutely a disastrous movie. But the ending is very triumphant, you know, that oh, they yeah, were yeah, able yeah. to make it through that. But there's a couple of scenes, like the one where they sled down the mountain, and yeah. it's right before they get yeah. to that crevice that falls out. And I can't remember. Somebody doesn't fall to their death, but they fall, right? Yeah, I forgot I about so. that. I haven't seen this movie in so long. Yeah, but, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, there's those couple of moments, and you can kind of tell, like, and I think it is uh, Ethan Hawke. The other thing I remember from that, too, is how chapped their lips were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, You'd be and sunburned. and. Wreck. Yeah. This has got to be a brutal set because this is not digital shit. No, they I mean, were this there. This is in like, the 90s, so yeah. they were. Like, hopefully, they had a sauna. Oh, I'm stuff. sure. Oh, right yeah. Behind the camera. <laughs> they yell they cut. They were Craft blankets. services. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coco stat. Yeah, stat. Yeah. You know. And I bet they were like, I bet they didn't have this when they were. Right yeah, there. No you, you know, there's at least one or two actors that are so method, and you're like, I ain't doing it. Yeah. I'm oh, staying out here. Well, you're going to die. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll have insurance on you, though. It's in in the and it's weird. I'm fascinated with films. M- Boom. Fascinated with, <laughs> I'm fascinated with um, mountain climbers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Although <laughs> I'm fast not enough to do it, but I yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I, do. I. You know why I wouldn't do it? It seems <laughs> that whole death thing. Because you well, die. It seems. <laughs> I don't need to overcome something that puts you in certain death. Right. Yeah. If I got put there and I overcame it, I would be very proud sure, of myself. Yeah. But I, if you die climbing on Everest, it's your own damn fault. Right. You yeah, decided yeah. to climb. They now, don't even. They don't even take the bodies makes, down from Everest. No. But if that is that, it's going to make you a whole person. Yeah. Fucking go do it. Yeah. But it would be selfish for me to do it and then die. Like when in the in uh, one of the Everest movies, I don't know. If, nobody has an Everest movie. Anymore, no. Right? They really call. The person had a sat- satellite phone, mm-hmm. and he. If you get sickness mm-hmm. up there, they can't bring you down, and then you die. But yeah. you know you're gonna die. Isn't that vertical? He like it? called his wife and like talked to her for like 20 minutes. Oh yeah. well, like well, before he died. I mean, well, you know, I mean, that's. I mean, but it's like, Sam, that's selfish. I don't get the idea of uh, we're climbing this mountain and why you climb it because it's there. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah no, yeah. I can look at a photo of that. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm from the ground. Yeah. I could do like the Chevy Chase looking at the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone just, they, some kid just climbed, a blind person's climbed it. Yeah. No, there's a lot uh, of people with disabilities with that have done no that. No legs has climbed it. This has been a young kid that went with his like parents yeah. or something. It was like a 13 year old girl or something. And Can you imagine did. if you got your kid killed oh, trying Jesus. to, because it's not his dream. Right. Yeah. I'm certainly it's mm-hmm. easier now than 30 years ago with the uh, like the everything is heated. You know, you've got the well, people the do it now stuff and th- that one crazy guy that that's a rock climbing expert mm-hmm. phenom that just climbed El Capitan yeah, yeah, yeah. in three hours. Yeah, with no with no ropes. They did a documentary. Yeah, on yeah, it. I saw yeah. It. yeah. yeah. That's, that's insane. It's crazy, but yeah. even like uh, like even in Day After Tomorrow when Dennis Quaid and that one guy are in that pop tent, they look like they're cozy as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like a blizzard going out behind them because right. they have all the equipment. And oh everything yeah, and nowadays stuff like that. you if insulated you're, if everything. You're stocked well. Yeah. Yeah, but you know the thing is too is like you can be stocked well, but most of the time those Sherpas are the ones who are carrying all your stuff. Yeah, like yeah. those people, they just, don't even make that. Much no, money. they just get absolutely abused yeah. and they There's risk one their dude life. That's done like, like twenty climbs. Yeah, that's insane, man. Like they must be find it hilarious. Stupid Americans. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, and not to get too far off on tangent, We're but the there. cool thing about <laughs> the cool, they to climb Mount Everest, mm-hmm. you have to go to each base camp and then hang out there. Uh-huh. For a week or two, to get acclimated to the really yeah interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize you can't that. just it's probably it, it yeah. takes months because you have to go to base camp two and then you have to stay there until yeah. your lungs get climatized. Wow. Then I, you go to base camp three. Yeah, well, I know, and they also bring oxygen tanks and yeah. stuff like they bring that oxygen because tanks. It's so a lot thin. of people are like the ones that use oxygen are like frowned upon. Right, but I've heard not purists. Well, yeah, whatever. That's like, that, and they might they want the Sered. Was it Hillary? Was yeah, he the first one? to climb and mm-hmm. you know i want to do what he did ropes yeah. and no i'm assuming that you've climbed smaller mountains before you hit everest too yeah. so you should be used i mean to there's some people stuff. that like k2 i think is easier than everest to climb is i'll that tell the you case? like this there's Y'all some just... that are harder everest is everest is hard that's, but there are harder ones that's the glorified one you know yeah i would just put a harness on and go up with a helicopter have them just lower me down to the top and just stand there for a second the helicopters yeah. won't go up yeah they won't go up uh, they only go up to 20,000 there's one that one dude that fucking uh, base jumped off yeah 
the top of the mountain. He climbed Mount Everest and then jumped the fuck off. Oh, my God. I'll green screen it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this is me. <laughs> hey, is he sweating? Look at us. We're in Delaware. Has <laughs> <laughs> he got a pack of Oreos in his hand? <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to my number five here. And uh, this is a movie that I watched late <laughs> night is on cold? HBO. It's not. I don't have any cold movies on mine. You guys are making me freaking freeze. <laughs> so I'm going to go into some warm stuff. Uh, this was a movie I watched late at night on HBO when I was probably 10, and it uh, scared the hell out of me back then. And uh, it's called... A lot of people haven't seen this. I'd be surprised if anyone listened has seen it. It's very uh, uh, random. Is 1988's Miracle Mile. Now, me and Dave have seen this. Dave saw it. We watched it recently, but Dave had seen it before then, I'd too, back before. in the day. And it was a fun, fun movie, man. But it was a uh, small cast, all filmed at night in California. So you could tell that they were... The filmmakers were trying to use the the plot also to their advantage of how they're going to save money, too. But it basically dealt with... And there's several actors in this, but the big one really is Anthony Edwards, who we know from, uh, you know, he played Gilbert in Revenge of the Nerds, and he was on ER, and mm. uh, he, he's been Zodiac. Uh, Zodiac, he was great in that. Uh, Mare Willing, uh, Winningham was in this. She, most famously, I guess, what I would <laughs> know her weird from. weird looking? Uh, she was... Uh, <laughs> She was the love interest in Turner and Hooch, the vet. That's right. You know, the vet. Uh, and she had really short hair in this. But there was also, like, you've got Denise Crosby She's was in very this. very 80s looking to me. Yeah, she is very 80s. Well, it was a very 80s movie, too. Denise Crosby was in this, who played the wife in Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was also in Star Trek. You've got the uh, the chief of police from RoboCop. The black yep. guy was in this. Oh, nice. Uh, a bunch of kind of, oh, Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump was in this. That's right. Uh, he, did, he didn't. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so what happens in this, and it's such a simple plot and very well done. So Anthony Edwards meets this girl at the very beginning of the movie, and it's like uh, love at first sight. A whirlwind romance in yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, because this whole movie took place over the span of probably 16 hours, maybe. Oh, maybe, wow. maybe 12 hours. So he meets this girl in the afternoon, and he was like, you could tell he hasn't met a good girl in a long time, and it's like this budding romance. And he's like, hey, I'll meet you at... Uh, your uh, diner at like 2 a.m. We'll go out to breakfast or something when she gets off. from mm. She's a waitress there. And uh, he oversleeps. The power goes out of this place. So when he shows up there, she's not there. And he's kind of distraught. And he's outside. And the uh, the payphone, I know a lot of people, this is where you didn't have cell phones. You had to actually put coins in these. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a box. In a box. Yeah, right? With a cord. A, yeah. Sometimes you had to keep kick Superman out when you change the uh, so the the payphone starts ringing outside the diner, and he just answers it, and it's clear when he answers the phone, and this is the the meat of the entire movie is his phone call, and you could tell immediately when the guy starts talking to the other on the phone that he's got the wrong number. He's trying to call his father someplace else in California, mm. but Anthony Edwards, this guy is frantic on the other line, so Anthony Edwards basically just lets him talk for for a good minute or two before he even speaks up, and he's like, "We did it! I can't believe we actually did it." They're flying. They're going to be inbound. They're going to be inbound in about uh, four or five hours or seven hours before it hits you. They're leaving like Utah right now, and they're in the uh, sky and everything. And Anthony Edwards is like, is this some sort of uh, joke or everything? And the guy on the end of the phone is, where's dad? Where's dad? And he's like, what number are you trying to call? And he's, they could tell he's got the number wrong. Yeah. But he's like, I work at this missile silo, and forget what you've heard and everything. And uh, Anthony Edwards gets off the phone. He's like, No, but oh. then you hear like... He hears oh yes, the, right. He hears, he hears his, his superiors come in the room, and he's like, "You could tell they caught he's him like, on the yes, phone." Sir. No sir. Yes yeah. sir. No sir. And then you hear, 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they, shit. They shoot him. Oh, so Anthony fuck. Edwards gets off the phone, mm-hmm. and he walks into the diner, and it's all these great character actors who are just sitting there eating their food. It's like 2 in the morning, so it's yeah. that type of crowd. Right. Uh, the street <laughs> sweeper like guy who just got off. And, at the counter. Yeah, like, yeah. Having an argument with an old man. Yeah. It's <laughs> very dining crowd. Yeah. So you've got uh, Anthony Edwards who comes in. He's like, is anyone... Uh, have a son here that works at a missile silo and everyone's completely silent. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't know if this was just happening. He says, but then he retells what just happened and everyone right. starts to get freaked out. No, nobody more than the, uh, the chief of police from Robocop, the cook, he actually grabs a big ass gun and jumps up on the, uh, on the counter and points yeah. it right at Anthony Edwards' face and says, I'm not fucking around with this shit. Are you lying yeah. or aren't you lying? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not lying, man. Yeah. That's what just happened. That's crazy. And then uh, Denise Crosby just has to, happens to have connections with the Pentagon. So she gets on a phone and she's like, are we at level such and such and everything? And uh, then they realize shortly after by everyone doing a little research, this actually might be real. Oh, wow. And so the next... Basically, they believe and it's, just, quick. it's a short movie yeah. too. It's only like an hour and a half, and it, it happens about fifteen minutes in it. So the last hour and a half basically is everyone trying to flee the city, but only this small group of people. But you can tell further, not until the very end, the streets get a little Full bit on chaos. Uh, it gets chaos. Sure, so yeah. these guys get a big jump on it. So Anthony Edwards wants to go across town to get the girl he just met. Everyone wants to get there was an they had estranged parents that finally met up. You got Bubba Gump who's trying to get his sister out of there and everything. And it's just the chaoticness that kind of uh, uh, the chaotic kind of uh, atmosphere that happens because of this rumor being spread, mm-hmm. which as a viewer, you don't know if it's even true. It right. might be completely false. Right. One of my favorite characters in this is uh, Kurt Fuller, who <laughs> you know from uh, Wayne's World. He was the one that uh, Russell. they were trying to disarm. Oh, put, yeah. the, put the flashlight down, Russell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and the, the other guy's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the praline's a dick. Yeah. 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 Be yeah. ice cream yeah. He's a great character actor that everyone recognizes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, he pays somebody. They eventually get somebody... Uh, to get a helicopter. Denise Crosby pays for the helicopter and it's at the top of the building. So all these survivors are going to meet there and they're going to go up in the helicopter. And then they can't find a pilot. So they get the the villain from uh, Cobra. You know, that big, huge guy with the with the cut face uh, from Cobra? Uh, I think Cobra. I remember him. He, he's one of the uh, pilots they get to use. But Kurt Fuller plays this guy who arranges. He's the money guy that arranges the whole thing. And he just is bitching and complaining the whole thing. He's dragging stuff to the uh, helicopter. And... Just to jump towards the ending here, and I, I'll spoil a little bit, and uh, well, I'll spoil a lot. Yeah, uh, please but, do because yeah, this is nice. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, it, it's a fun movie, regardless if you know the ending and everything. You kind of assume what's going to happen, but and I love movies that end this way, also. But he finally gets Mayor Winningham uh, with him, and they, Anthony Edwards and her go up to the top of the uh, the roof of the building where the helicopter is, and it's just him and Kurt Fuller, and Kurt Fuller's lost his mind. He's got his shirt off. He's drinking whiskey. He's smashing it against the uh, ground. Oh, he's shit. wasted and everything, and at some point, he looks up, and he's like, holy shit, holy shit. He runs to the edge of the building. You could see bombs leaving yeah. uh, the, uh, the ground, like almost a retaliatory uh, right, bomb. Like an sh- yeah. And... Uh, He's like, I can't believe we did it. I can't believe we did it. And all of a sudden, you see the incoming bombs coming oh, in. Oh, shit. They're coming right towards him, and then the screen just goes white. 
and the movie ends. Oh, like, holy wow. crap, man. They just fucking destroyed everything. That's crazy. <laughs> and I, I love when, like, they live. You know how the ending of they live is just like uh, a downer, a kill everyone in the movie type of, <laughs> type of thing. So I love it, man, when they can do that. But it was a small, little contained movie there in California. And uh, it was fun, man. I mean, certainly dated, certainly had a lot of the 80s types elements to it. But mm-hmm. uh, it was fun and worth watching if you're into, like, post apocalyptic movies where it's actually have that type of ending which most of them don't i mean day after tomorrow it's like all right so we're living in mexico now yeah right (laughs) well you know essentially it was some might say that is the end of the world yeah (laughs) well i mean at the end of that i'm going to cabo (laughs) yeah at the end of that though it was just like this is all that's left of humanity you know what i mean like so why 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 were they Dropping the bombs. Did they ever say? They didn't they say. Didn't they they didn't say. They no. just said they were they just, inbound. They were inbound. That's oh, nuts. And think about, think about when the movie came out. It was a oh yeah, nineteen eighty eight was right on everybody's Cold mind. War wasn't quite Cold, older. No, over, but it was still a couple years away. Nuclear oh, so wait, so, disaster was still ripe. Right, but so you were saying that they were leaving from Utah, heading to California. They, um, they shot. What he said was, we shot our wad. You should expect a response yeah, yeah, yeah. within oh. an hour and 15 minutes after that. Yeah. I got you. So they knew we had attacked somebody. Retaliation. But they knew yeah, retaliation. I got you. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. It was great, though. So check it out. Miracle Mile. I wonder if they blew Florida up. Eh, we probably probably in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, um, what you got? Well, I will stay with your uh, theme of a little bit of war there. And I'm going to go the uh, Tom Cruise version of War of the Worlds. Not my favorite version, but it was still H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, man. Yeah. And yeah. Spielberg. Uh, I've only seen this like once or twice, mm. but I remember st- specific things in it. Like Tom Cruise, I'm either hot or cold on uh, in movies. This one, I was maybe a little bit cold, but I thought who really made this movie was both Tim Robbins and Dakota Fanning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Robbins yeah. was Awesome. And Spielberg, you know, because Spielberg clearly had a love for the material mm-hmm. uh, with it, and uh, he, he did it pretty good justice, I think, compared to the original now, source material. I, this one, and I, we don't need to talk about the other one, but this one, and I had a tie with uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's another one I like the original way more than the uh, remake. Which one, though, was the original radio broadcast that everybody... War of the World. War of the World. Of the World. Okay, yeah. yeah, and everybody thought that, oh, yeah, like, that was, there was uh, a real alien invasion. H-G-O. H-G-O. No, well, no yeah. but the guy who, uh, the guy from Citizen Kane, what was it? Uh, oh, um, he was the one that ran the radio show that freaked everyone yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, damn, he was also uh, Raymond Burr. No, not Raymond Burr. Damn, what the hell's his name? I'm looking at Check it out who's the Citizen Kane guy. He's the one that got in trouble for it because he scared the shit out of everyone. They played a radio, basically, they played a radio broadcast way back in the day when they were doing radio broadcasts instead of television, and people thought it was real. Uh, pe- people, no, that's the, uh, that's the guy Orson he played. Wells? Orson Welles. Yeah, there yeah. We go. Orson Welles Orson had Wells, his own uh, radio program, and yeah, yeah he, he played and they did the whole War of the Worlds thing, and he scared the shit out yeah, of the Yeah, because they didn't, you know, they didn't, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Back then, like, oh, what yeah. you heard on the radio, and they didn't say to anybody, this is a story. If this you is just a- tuned in, especially. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. might have said it at the beginning, but if right. you hadn't tuned in at the beginning, you wouldn't have any clue. So, yeah. yeah, this had a lot of kind of that uh, folklore behind it anyways beforehand. But why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what I remember more about this movie is when they made fun of it on like Scary Movie 3. Yes. Or oh, my yeah. gosh. It was absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I own that, too. Craig Biggio played the Tom Cruise character. Yeah. Was really oh, funny. he was so funny. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so 
it starts off with the building the character dynamics of Tom Cruise and his ex-wife yeah. and his two kids. Very Spielberg. And, you know, you know, and they have kind of like a, you know, they're a divorced family and he's trying, but he's also like not Tom available. Cruise. Yeah. Um, I, I, now all I'm thinking of is the scary movie, yeah. you know, but, um, and so, you know, he's trying to be, he wants to be a better dad. Yeah. The kids are coming to stay with him for a while. He has the little argument with the ex-wife and, um, ex-wife was uh, Mar- uh, Miranda Otto yeah. who was great in the Lord of the Rings movies but if anyone out there has not watched the Sabrina yet she's like the head witch in oh, Sabrina really? Sabrina is like aunt and she's phenomenal in it but uh, so you know I, I think she leaves. Yeah. yeah, she leaves. I don't think we see her much in the movie. No, Just not the beginning. Well, in the end. Okay. Um, and so she leaves, and the, Tom Cruise and his son get into, like, an argument and stuff like that. You know, just kind of teenager dad yeah. issues. So it, it starts off, there's, like, a lightning strike. Yeah. With and no thunder. With and, no thunder. Yeah, or no storm or anything. It's just, like, crazy. Right. And also, it just keeps striking in the same place mm-hmm. over and over and over. Like, you know, I think it's like six consecutive yeah. strikes or something like that. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go see what's going on. And the whole town is like crowded around yeah, this yeah. place where it's struck, you know, and they're trying to figure it out. And the ground starts shaking. And all of a sudden this giant, like automaton, yeah. like, you know, alien, mechanism, mechanism, yeah, 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 whatever, like comes up through the street. Transformer. Yeah, pretty and, much. And at that point, is on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and just starts vaporizing people. Yeah, you know, and um, like to Ash because remember he gets back to the house to get the kids and tell yeah. them we got to go, and he's just covered in other people's ashes. You know, yeah. um, and they end up stealing this car. Uh, you know, from one of the mechanics that he knows, who's got a very brief interaction earlier mm-hmm. in in the movie. Um, and uh, it basically becomes a survival, which a survival movie, which is almost all these catastrophe movies. Right. We, we could have almost called this a survival pod because it's right. they go hand in hand. You know, these catastrophes happen, and then you're following small groups of people trying to kind of make it. Right. And that's kind of how the Tom Cruise thing is with this. It's just one action that he does uh, kind of leads to the next thing they have to do. Right. And that kind of goes into the running across Tim Robbins. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, and so also... Wasn't it what, like, there was a major attack going on and they fleed? Right, yeah. So, you know, it wasn't just Is it only one. happening in this one spot? No, I that's don't think I've seen this movie. Oh, it was a good movie. It's good. It was good. I don't, haven't um, seen it forever, but it was it was decent. Spielberg. They, yeah, there no. was only one at that point. Yeah. But, like, they're all over everywhere. Yeah. It's, a, it's an Once all it hit invasion. nighttime, I think that it's when it really started And what happening. they realized, though, is, like, those things have been here like since before the towns were here, <laughs> yeah, before yeah, the just, roads were it here, just got activated. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what the lightning strikes. Yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, The lightning strikes were coming down and powering them up. We need a good thing it's like really that cool. to bring the world together. But also they train. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <Nowadays>. um, <laughs> they also transported the aliens down into the things. You yeah. can see them. There's like a news broadcast at some point, and you can see them going down in there. Um, and so they're on the run. There's that really cool scene where they have a car and nobody else has a car and the people take the car from them and they're like, oh man. Um, but yeah, eventually they get to the point where the army is fighting and they're trying to evacuate people and they're running and Tim Robbins shows up and he's like, Hey, over here, over here. And he takes them down into the basement. It was our small glimpse of, uh, 
at the end of the world, people are what we have to really be concerned yeah, about more yeah. than what's actually isn't attacking. That every, isn't that every post-apocalyptic? There's always that one. A lot of people don't deal with that though. Like Road hell, deep. if you look at the first three seasons of uh, Walking Dead, it wasn't really a big deal with the other kind of survivors were a thing, and now it's all that. Right you know? <clears throat> now, you have to only worry about that. Right. Or like uh, the road, which could have easily been on the here. Road. The road could have easily been on here, but we talked about it a couple times recently. But that was nothing but. It, whatever happened in the world had already happened. Now it's just trying not to get eaten by somebody. Right. You know? yeah. And the Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so Tim Robbins didn't kind of, was he kind of shady from the get-go? So he was kind of like a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, like way out there, believed them all and everything. So in some ways he was kind of prepared for this. Yeah, now, yeah. not John Goodman and 10 Cloverfield <laughs> yeah. prepared, but... Um, he didn't have a bunker? No, he didn't, but he had a basement. <laughs> didn't have um, a bat of acid. Yeah. <laughs> Ready oh to go. Those guys that do have bunkers, if anything ever goes down, yeah. they're going to be laughing their asses. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I yeah, <laughs> I told you. Everybody <laughs> call me crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah, look at them. They're all lined up trying to get yeah, in. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and so, like, basically he kind of starts going into the fact that he's going to like survive down here and they're going to rise up against the, you know, Mm -hmm. the aliens and this is going to be where it's all going to take, take place from. But Dakota Fanning is there and he just kind of like, he doesn't do anything like sexual or anything, but he, he does something to her. I can't remember. You could just tell that he's off a lot of times and the way he's saying, the way he's looking and Tom Cruise is like, yeah, I think I got us into a, real tight spot here. Yeah. <laughs> and um at at one point um you know he goes over and tells Dakota Fanning like hey listen close your eyes sing yeah. your favorite song cover your ears yeah. you know and no matter what don't open your eyes you know <laughs> and he goes and he fights Tim Robbins yeah. to the death. Yeah. Um it was and, a cool scene. It was probably one of the best scenes. Oh movie, yeah, no, too, it was yeah. very, you know, like intense and action oriented mm-hmm. and everything and also at the same time like you have the perspective of Dakota Fanning sitting there like my dad's murdering somebody in the yeah. next room, and, and it's okay. Yeah. You know, and his like, aliens above us, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the rules change. Absolutely. Yeah. Once the once world civilization is, falls is in jeopardy, yep. yeah, civilization you know. is a very social. Is it's all about your own morals. Is literally a thin veil that yeah. would yeah. disappear in a class. That's why no. I'll never knock religion because it keeps everyone in check. Oh, yeah. That's what it's for. <laughs> and that's, that's what it's kind for. Of, can you imagine if everybody thought this was your only shot oh, at, yeah. on this world? Yeah. Yeah. There'd be no just do whatever scary. they wanted. Yeah, there'd be no podcast, I'll tell you that damn much. Well, great. This also showed the great thing about uh, Spielberg identifying young talent, too. Mm-hmm. Because he knew shortly after we saw Dakota Fanning. I don't know, don't know what she did before this, but when we were watching Dakota Fanning at that age, everyone knew this is the next uh, great kid sh- actress. I'm pretty sure she did Man on Fire. I don't think she had done that first, had she? I, I think, think Man on was, Fire was after. Really? I thought I, I think I, she I was a little she was older. Okay. Really? I, no, I'm not sure. Or maybe it's the, around no, the same year. Yeah, probably. Uh, but she had done a ton of good movies around that time, and you could tell Dakota Fanning was going to be uh, really big. I don't yeah. know what the hell she's doing now. I think her sister's almost even more famous than her. The last thing that I even was aware that she was in was one of those Twilight movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's... 
that seems like a couple. Wasn't that her backwards. sister too? Yeah, I thought her sister was in that too. Or I maybe I don't. I, I, I didn't see him. I just Ella, know she was in. I think Ella Fanning is her uh, sister. Yeah, she mm. does a lot of stuff in? too. Yeah, I can't remember. Well. I just know I've seen her face a lot. But you know, but the only thing that I I didn't like, and it wasn't with the movie. It's yeah, just knock his own movie. No, well, it wasn't it. the movie. It wasn't the movie. It was the <laughs> no, the story itself. Although it makes perfect sense. You can knock H. G. Wells. Yeah, like I mean the the germs being what ended up being their downfall you know the like aliens downfall? yeah i mean that's totally i understand how it would ha- i mean i don't know if that was in the original uh either i I'm think sure it was. was was it in the, the original book or uh, i think it was you know, yeah um but i did like when you know they finally got caught shortly after yeah. the tim robbins tim robbins scene and the soldier had the strap of grenades yeah and they took him up inside and he put the grenades and they blew it up and freed mm-hmm. everybody that was really neat yeah, I forgot about that, where it was, like, capturing people. Yeah, I mean, basically, so there was, like, they were, like, they were turning people into, like, food. They were, yeah. uh, what is it called? Is it bioengineering, where you're, like, making a whole new habitat to something? Um, mm-hmm. They do it in Superman, the where they are making, creating land. Terraforming? Terraforming, yeah, terraforming. that's it, yeah. Um, like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and they, and so do, they, were, they do it on like Genesis, the Genesis planet? planet, basically. Yeah. It was all that, yeah. There you go. Um, so that's what they were trying to do. They were using people to, like, make... Soylent a, green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's I wouldn't made put from it past, people. Uh, I wouldn't put it past Spielberg. Spielberg loves source material, but he always will change the ending, <laughs> usually. <laughs> it could be. So it, it might be different, but I have no idea. I I th- I'm almost positive that's the real ending. Yeah. And also, um, Morgan Freeman was the narrator. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> when you're Spielberg, you get the best. Yeah, right? He's like, screw it. I, gotta, else, I had it before March. Who else would you want narrating the end of the world, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that South Park one when he was reading... Oh, every time I explain something, I get another freckle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, what you got for your number four? Um, this one's the only one that probably doesn't exist. Couldn't happen. <laughs> and it's uh, actually one of um, Stephen King's uh, Stephen King. great um adaptations is the mist oh ah, okay the mist was a great one that really dealt with that uh you better be worrying about the people more uh than what's outside and because those people went crazy yeah and i think it's interesting when science because they were doing some weird shit yeah at the, the military were, at the military installation they were doing some weird didn't they like Time open con- up another dimension? Continuum. Yeah, they yeah. opened, they opened, they opened up, up a, a portal of some a portal sort. And, yeah. and all these things came through. And they they aren't trying to do that, obviously, but they are doing like you hear like, oh well, they were able to find woolly mammoth and yeah. they could extract some DNA, so they what, wanted to crossbreed it with an elephant. And I was like, is that really the best? Well, idea? what's interesting <laughs> too? What's interesting about this movie is someone could have taken it to a totally different way and just followed the scientists oh, yeah. and the tests they were doing and everything. But instead of that, they just yeah. dealt with the fallout and, and, talk and about what people Devolving don't. society. That yeah. happened in a, in oh, a few days inside of the... What's her name from uh, Mystic River? The, the one that... The chick from Mystic River? Said it was God. Oh, she, she was, was so good in this movie. She's good in everything, yeah. though. I, I uh, vaguely remember this one, but I the memories of it that I the do The creatures have, were great. Oh, yeah. And, and when, they were 
fucking vicious. Wait, and they established it early on, like when that one flying one came and oh. hit that girl, the pretty girl in the neck, and, she and her blue, and her face blew up, and then they cut away, and they cut back, and it's already blown up three mm. times as much. Oh and wow. She ends up dying right on the floor there. So you realize that if these things even touch, touch you, you, basically, well, you're and fucked. there was a bunch of different types of them. Uh, which there was the flying ones. Yep. There was the big ones that looked like snow walkers. And then a lot of them was just the the tentacles. Remember yeah. the, the guy getting right. sucked in in the back room? That was one of my favorite scenes. Well, they scenes. banished the... I remember they banished... Was it the soldier? They stuck him outside. They yeah, thought, at some point. Uh, they thought uh, he was... He's like, you, you brought this on us. And they like... Damn. They, and then the guy that had the rope tied around him, and all of a sudden the rope just goes fucking... Up. That was one of the best scenes. Vertical. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, I do what remember that. The fuck? People forget this is uh, Frank Darabont, so we got a lot of actors from Walking Dead in this. Yeah, uh, and who, who was the main guy? The main guy was Thomas Jane. And you know what I liked about Andre him? Brewer is was he really was, good in this too. He was kind of doing the posters. Yeah, he, he, he was, was a, Drew Struzan basically. Yeah, he was yeah. basically playing the. And guy they had Drew Struzan the do a, an art piece yeah, for the Dark it, Tower, and uh, which was the. Uh, piece he was doing yeah. in the very beginning before the storm but remember his neighbor was the great andre bureau who's now in that brooklyn what is it, brooklyn nine nine yeah he's yeah. the he's the chief of police the black guy oh really yeah, yeah. oh he's andre my bureau. favorite he, he's the neighbor him, and he was they really didn't get good. along they, no. it, it was a very like racial so they tension. had the storm uh-huh. and then he he drove him he's the one who drove him to the grocery store because he needed yeah. some supplies and right there at the grocery store is where it obviously all it, came out just remember the all woman, of a sudden boom just the woman who uh who wanted someone to to help her get uh, uh oh yeah, yeah give her a lift mm-hmm. that was carol from walking That's dead right. before she became huge in the walking yep. dead and we end up seeing her at the end being rescued because she yeah. left the store early yeah. huh. there's always that night of i call it the night of the living dead element stay that or leave you're either gonna stay or you're gonna leave right and you're gonna and it's a 50 50 shot you're gonna make the right decision i liked right. the, and, the the store manager the little yeah he played uh, that dude he played uh, hitchcock in a lot and he was also the the in Marvel movies, he was the crazy guy that worked for Red Skull. We oh, heard, yeah, he's we awesome. We heard his voice yeah, 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 yeah. a couple he's times. Great. Really tiny kind of guy. Yeah. But remember, he was the crack shot yeah. with the gun. But that, also, William Sadler was yep. in this. He really kind of underplayed him yep. as this little character actor that sold in when the, uh, when What's-Her-Name went crazy. I can't yeah. remember her name, man. We should look it up. The girl from Mystic River. She but, was so good in this. <clears throat> the whole movie came down to the last scene. And so they finally spoiler get alert, out. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. They get out. <laughs> so they get out this of the store. Thomas Jane gets his son. They get the guy with the the store manager. He gets killed in the parking lot before they get into the car. Yeah, it's basically just the old couple. So it's the old couple and then Thomas Jane and then – and so he has Jeffrey, a handgun. Jeffrey Donovan, who was also in, right. uh, in the uh, Walking Dead. He was uh, the guy that had the RV. That's right. Yeah. So they had – they had a uh, – he still had a handgun yeah. with, like, four shots, and there was five of them. Right. So they drove until they ran out of gas, and then he was like, I don't want to die the death that yeah. those other people died. Right. Because they were, see- they were seeing the creatures. Yeah. And they were the size of, like, dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 I mean, they and were, like, so, brontosauruses. <laughs> so he was like, well, you know, we each got a, we got a bullet here. Yeah. We can end it that way. So – you never thought they would do this. Too. He shot the old couple, and then he shot his he own quick. son. Yeah, and he shot. And then the and fought, he shot the woman, and then the mist cleared. Yeah, because you and heard the, them coming. Yeah, it was you, like that yeah. big yeah. rumble of yeah. creatures. And you coming. knew they were coming to just fucking kill everybody. But then the mist cleared, and the army was there. That oh was the, the rumble was the tanks. The rumble coming was the to tanks. rescue. 
and everybody was safe. So and he had just up. shot his own son. Oh <laughs> and you were like, I- I'm an optimist, man. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm hanging out to the very end. I'm like, like I said before, I'm that frog that's strangling the yeah. bird <laughs> as he's getting swallowed. <laughs> Uh, even yeah. me, I was like, maybe I could get taken and I could yeah. get I could get away on the alien ship and I could come back. You know, you never know. You Something. never know, man. The uh, that woman that uh, was Marsha Gay Harden, she's that's right. So friggin' good, awesome. man. And she was role. good in the. In, uh, yeah. we Mr. want the Crew. boy. You know, when she's pointing <laughs> yeah. that knife at him and everything, and oh, man, you could tell these guys went crazy. And they get the fuck out of here really quick, man. Was I'm not following well the Christian. If when the end no. of the world comes, they they got a different agenda. <laughs> I, I've said it before that if you want a really good adaption of a Stephen King thing, you need Frank Darabont. You know, yeah, he and does a really he, good he, job. Green Mile, Shawshank Redemption, yep. and The Mist. Oh wow, probably three of the most uh, of the and best his style Stephen King adaptions. Really he does those groups of people. Stylistic. Right. That's what That's right. Spielberg gr- does a really great job of putting like 12 really interesting characters together. And on the page you can even tell how great. When you can do it on the page and not actually see them you know you've got a real talent. But then to translate that to the screen you would think more people would be able to do it but they don't do it always as well. Uh, like with The Stand it was alright but you know they kind of got some cheesy the stand TV, was TV actors. But you Maybe. need really great movie, character right? actors. You need one semi-big star, and that in this movie that was Thomas Jane. But you just need a lot of really great character actors surrounding him to make that <laughs> ultimate. Uh, damn, that was a loud soda. Sorry, <laughs> he's trying to be quick with it. Are you drinking beer already? Yeah, it's, it's my third one. It's still early. It's like seven a.m., dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that was a fan. How you know Justin's secret? <laughs> drinking Diet Coke instead of Red Bull. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's definitely improving. Your body will thank you. I know, right? Not much, but... <laughs> All right, so mine... And this was kind of the one comedy, I think, that we have have on any of our list here. And this was such a great... We'll be the judge of that. Uh, nah, <laughs> you know, it, 2013's The World's End. Jeez, oh, okay. was it that long ago? Yeah, 2013. Wow, I didn't realize that. That movie... That's such a goes, movie, man. That movie goes down to me as... One of the biggest right turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unless <laughs> yeah. you know going into it. One I had no idea. I had no idea. No, I had an idea. Because oh, this you? was my... Uh, I love Edgar Wright, and this was part of his big trilogy uh, with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It started with Shaun uh, of the Dead, yeah. then it went to Hot Fuzz, yeah. and then you went to World's End, man. And I thought it was going to be a, a buddy road movie yeah. that mm-hmm. was like pub crawl. Pub crawl. Right, yeah. That's basically uh, what it was. That's basically, what but they were just dysfunctional, and I thought that was what it was going to be about. What right. I love about this movie is they uh, yeah. you kind of got used to uh, uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost playing those particular characters, right. because the Hot Fuzz one was a little bit different than Nick Shaun of Dead. character was a little bit uh, different. It was both yeah, those no, characters. They, they, Simon yeah, Pegg's they, character they was not them. a b- very redeemable character, yeah. and Nick Frost's character was the straight-laced guy who stopped drinking that yeah. didn't want to have any part of it and everything. Yeah. Uh, you don't and, go on a pub so what's crawl. going on is you have <laughs> what's going on is you got Gary King man Gary King is that cool kid in school that had a small group of friends and back in the and he's basically reliving that great he's experiences he Nelson, has he's the Judd Nelson yeah he's the Judd Nelson of the group basically but everything in his life is shit now yeah, so well, the, his whole life is basically spent reminiscing about the good times right. yeah. he has the same car he listens to the same music right. uh, I, technically a lot of these elements I'm kind of related to yeah. <laughs> well but I mean he also is like super depressed and yeah, he's super. He's going suicidal yeah they show him at like a support group at meeting at the beginning so yeah. what he decides to do is maybe they'll get the help band back together yeah. <laughs> which he actually has a band too but he's not not that bad. It's just like the group that he's getting together, and he's got a gr- great group of friends that he puts together. So Nick Frost, you've got the guy from uh, 
you've got the guy from Homeland, not Homeland. Uh, I said that earlier. I think uh, instead of the, the guy from Day of Tomorrow wasn't from Homeland. He was from uh, Ray Donovan. Uh, and this other guy from Ray Donovan. Have you ever seen Ray Donovan? Uh, you know, his brother huge. that had like Parkinson's that taught yeah, the boxing. Mm-hmm. He plays one of Simon Pegg's friends in this. Yeah. yeah. The other one is the. What I saw him from was uh, the Bourne Ultimatum. Remember the guy that Matthew, Matt Damon's trying to talk through that area, the reporter? Oh, yeah, that one that gets shot. Yeah, he's the one that gets shot. That's who uh, is one of the the group of friends here. You also got Roseman Pike, who's in this, who plays a love interest mm, in I the like past uh, and also plays the sister of uh, Bilbo. Bilbo's the other main guy in this, the one with the birthmark that they mm. called Oman. <laughs> it's set for Omen. Uh, I can't remember his name, too. He was also from the Marvel movies. Oh, Justin's doing a good job Getting here. my producer credit going on here. Well, <laughs> it, it's, it started with... A, I put it on my resume. I got funny, a job. This, this started with nobody famous here. Uh, I know, I Ma- saw that. Martin Freeman, oh, okay. who's really good. He was He's in the Marvel movies, too. Captain America's in Black Panther. He was great in Black Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was really good. But basically... He's he, not the guy in uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? That's Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. him. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I like yeah, him yeah. a lot. So what's happened is he's he's gonna get the band back together. He's gonna do this pub crawl. So the pub crawl was it's all in kind of like uh, it's in London someplace in the small town. That be no- crawling a while. If you're yeah, in London. And so they, they got these twelve places that they want to drink a pint at at each of them, and they did it when they were younger. But at, at like pub eight, they smoked some weed. And yeah, well, got, it was like it they was, decided not to finish. It was supposed to be like you know what did they call it? They, did they call the pub crawl the, the world's, world's end? end? That's well, what it was. No, it ended with the world. World's End. The World's, the world's, end, world's was the end was the bar final that they bar. were going to make right. it to at yeah. the end. But the didn't end. they, like, I don't know. I guess it's not They important. got high. Yeah, they got <laughs> high and they, <laughs> and then they forgot. And yeah. a couple people passed out and they, they just never finished it. And, right. Uh, the Gary King character, Simon Pegg's character, said, you know, that maybe my life would have been better if I actually did that. <clears throat> Probably not. Well, what, what's shitty is he's got a group of friends who their lives are all kind of put together yeah. uh, and uh, are solid when Gary King comes into them. And they all decide, all right, it, they did it well, for him. They did it for him, but yeah. they could really. They all have problems with him and everything. And Nick, Fro- the only way he got Nick Frost to be a part of it was telling him his mom died. Because remember that scene where at the bar and the phone rings and it <laughs> says mom. from mom. And, oh and yeah, he's in the bathroom. That's right. He's in the bathroom killing what what actually happens here. So here's the big moment uh, where the movie takes that uh, right turn. Like Dave is saying is. No one in town except for a small group of people here are actually uh, humans. Real, yeah, real people. Robots that are filled with this weird blue fluid have taken over the entire town. <laughs> and there's a few people that are there. Happen. There are a few people that are there. The uh, the old guy from uh, from Hot Fuzz that kept hitting the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was there. And remember, he was only drinking out of crazy straws because he realized that the aliens would come up to you and they would steal your DNA by like kissing you or by drinking something after you. Uh-huh. That's how they stole your DNA and they could make copies of you right. and everything and then kill the blanks, what they called them. And Pierce Brosnan was in this. He played one of the leaders of the uh, the robots. But right when that scene happened for the first time, like Dave said, it was it was pretty shocking because Simon Pegg just goes in the bathroom and he gets in a, an argument with this like teenager. And, yeah. and they, they kind of got some fragile bodies because they you can rip their heads off pretty easily. Right. And they have like a almost like a Lego stump at the top of them for the leg for the heads to like fit back fit on. back on and everything. Yeah. 
So, and he can pull their arms off and legs off, and it just went balls out crazy. So he kills this teenager in the bathroom, and he's covered with, like, blue goo everywhere. Yeah. And Nick Frost had just gotten that phone call from uh, Simon Pegg's mom, and he comes <laughs> in there really pissed off and screaming at him and everything, and ever, all the other guys are there saying, dude, look, yeah. there's a dead body on the ground yeah. without missing a head. There's blue <laughs> fluid everywhere. <laughs> and they finally realize... Uh, what's going on and uh weird enough gary king uh taught uh talked him into continuing the pub crawl this is the only way we get through this is just we just be mellow you yeah. know and we yeah. we pretend we're not on to what's going on here yeah. we finish the pub crawl and they w- work into that uh that great door song the whiskey bar yeah uh, oh, where yeah. it takes them to the next bar and everything and they show him going through it but all this stuff starts happening and uh uh, one of my favorite scenes is where they come across these like sultry girls that they all knew from the past and they're all on the dance floor. Right. Remember, they all start dancing to them and Nick, one of them uh, sticks Nick's frost finger down her uh, her mouth and sucks his wedding ring up. Remember at the end, he's got to stick his hands through oh, his stomach right. and pull yeah. his ring out yeah. and everything. <laughs> but you can tell they're all getting taken over and you don't know who's real. And all of a sudden, because of the way the DNA... I thought this was clever too, the way their DNA was making... Uh, copies remember the martin freeman character didn't have the birthmark anymore because he had it surgically removed but they realized at some point his birthmark is back right and yeah. they realized that's how he turned yeah and they were able to like they hit him and half his face disappeared and he was still talking the special effects <laughs> were great on oh yeah it absolutely. was like a, from his nose down it was just like a talking head yeah and uh pierce brosnan remember he opened his mouth at some point and pulled one of those invasion of the body snatchers oh. with his mouth was real wide and light came oh out that's of it right yeah yeah and at the end it came down to like uh uh, at the world's end, took him down. I remember they uh, they pulled one of the pint uh, things and it dropped him down to a lower thing. And they were talking to the leader of the group, who actually was, uh, you know, the guy from Shaun of the Dead, his his uh, stepfather. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell his voice. Bill, his voice, yeah. uh, Bill Nye. Nye. Yeah, you could tell his voice anywhere too, and he was one of the voices <laughs> in it. And uh, it was just a I'm fun sorry, ass movie. He's man. dead. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All three of those movies are just funny, man. You don't like one without another. You may like one a little bit more than another. I don't know what your favorite one is mm, in the trilogy. I would have you to probably say said Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. Yeah. yeah, I would say Shaun of the Dead just because it was my introduction to it. But I, they all had great stuff about it, and they all had that connecting thing, like where Simon Pegg's jumping over the fence. Yeah, in, in World's End, he jumps over a hedge instead of the fence <laughs> oh, and everything. Funny. So there's a lot of those common elements that the great Edgar Wright kind of works together, man. So. It was fun. Yeah, it was a it great was. one to watch, man. So check out The World's End. All right. So uh, this one was, I think it was back in the 90s, maybe like 95 or something like that. Uh, I think Rene Russo, Dustin Hoffman, oh, Morgan Freeman, Cuba movie, Gooding man. Jr. There's a, there's a dickhead in this we won't mention. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Sutherland. I hate it. Um, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just mentioned your name after I said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was Outbreak. Outbreak was a great yeah, one. It was a really good one. Oh, wait. Did you have Outbreak on yours? Oh, oh shit. did you really? Yeah. Oh, oh well, hey. Well, you know, We'll pull an audible here. It's why don't we just talk a little bit talk, about yeah. Outbreak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can do those two together. Um, is that yeah. the first time that's happened? Yeah, I think it is. It happened one other time, but we did were, we we did were green back then, and we didn't want to mention it actually on the pod. <laughs> now we don't give a fuck. We're going to talk about it twice as long. <laughs> <laughs> it had Patrick Dempsey in it, too, remember? Oh, He's did, the oh one yeah. that He was oh, patient yeah. zero. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. He was smuggling that. the, little, the monkey. little monkey. That's where that term, the that. little outbreak monkey, kind of came yeah. from. That oh, people oh, use yeah. a lot, man. 
Yeah, but uh, God, a what a movie. great movie! This was a great movie. Yeah, it was yeah, a great. It movie. It was really, really good. Intense, man. They it had that some yeah. great stuff at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Like when they were trying to get in front of the path of the uh, the incoming the plane bomber. and everything, the yeah. bomber, and they it was like almost similar to the Rock. You know how the Rock yeah. was ending where the end stuff was coming and yeah. Do you mention Cuba? Cooning was Cuba yeah. Gooding was Junior yeah. was really good at this. Yeah, movie he was too. great in it. Um, so why don't you uh, guys tag team and uh, tell us a little bit what we're basically? It's the Ebola. I don't think they ever say it. I don't think they ever I, say that it's Ebola. No, I don't think they do. But I know do. the symptoms that yeah. they were describing and everything. It uh-huh. was pretty much Ebola. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, you know, is a disease that's passed through. And this was one of the first movies we probably saw some really tense stuff at, like, oh, the yeah. CDC and how you had to scrub yourself that down stuff is, and tape Now, I'll tell you what, up. man, of all the stuff that... that the nuclear oh, yeah. war and disasters from elements. Oh, yeah. This stuff is probably the scariest. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. That well, I remember like, uh, you mosquito born diseases. Like if you had a, if a if a pathogen that is lethal or something like that was to spread yeah. to oh, a yeah. major well, city, you couldn't contain. No. People get on airplanes now yep. and go to new cities and. Well, like, what was it about? Like seven years ago, maybe six. There was that huge Ebola yeah. outbreak, and well, there's you know, another one recently. Really? Yeah. yeah. My, they contained it a lot better now. Mm-hmm. But uh, they would shoot someone before oh, yeah. they would. Let no, them. remember there were people that were coming here, and it was huge news that yeah. they had. They been didn't over want to there. put them on real flights. And yeah, they were yeah. you know, like uh, oh, my, well, my girl's a, a public health uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, uh, yeah. She, that's her profession and everything, and she says nothing scarier than like mosquitoes yeah. and uh, kind of those yeah. carriers for things because well, it was spread Niles quick. Yeah. in Ocala. Zika, that's mm. another one. Oh, Zika, yeah, Zika's <clears throat> yeah. crazy. They had that down south. Yeah, you couldn't even leave your house yeah. if you were pregnant. You better stay the fuck inside. It's crazy. It's, it's insane. Where it gives us a glimpse of these types of movies without going full blown crazy. So, yeah. Like, but Patrick Dempsey's character smuggles the stupid smuggles the monkey through customs. Yeah, that's to a good sell idea. it a. <laughs> at a pet store right you know, yeah and the monkey was infected yep, yep. and uh and Dustin Hoppin I mean the, the whole kind of meat of this whole thing is finding out where it began finding out where that kind of monkey was yeah. because it could hold I antibodies they, I love how they, they uh, found it out yeah well, they, the little kid had drawn the picture yeah of her, her monkey friend and mm-hmm. they thought it was just like an imaginary friend that right. she was playing with and she's like was feeding apples to the monkey as the monkey got out yeah like he let it out yeah patrick dempsey remember the store owner wouldn't buy it because it was a male he wanted a breeding female or something and he's like what the fuck am i gonna do with it yeah yeah and so remember when they returned to the pet shop though later on and like the old pet shop he's like dead on the ground oh that's right all the other animals are gone and patrick dempsey was dead yeah yeah remember he wasn't he like bleeding out of his eyes he went to the movie didn't he go to the movie theater and that's where it coughed he started and then they kind of showed like the Airborne. Well, right. yeah. Remember that was the that was at the office building because remember they were showing the ventilation system. Yeah. Went back to Dustin Hoffman's face. And he was like, "It's airborne." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I crazy. Mean, God, and the the hazmat suits. Yeah. I mean, nothing's scarier than showing up and something's tented. Well, then the Hell CDC's yeah. guys, because remember uh, that asshole got his suit got ripped. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then he, he got exposed to it. But then Renee exposed. got Renee exposed Russo to got it. Yep. Needle. She accidentally stabbed herself, and oh, that's so crazy. That's, that's, that's well, one that's, of the that happens a lot. Yeah, it's I've had it happen to it. me when I was working at the uh, you know the doctor's office I really? worked at. Yeah, it you sucked. Accidentally I mean, just I, poked yourself. Yep, and I mean I you know luckily went and got tested. Everything was okay. Um, but it, and I mean I th- I threw away thousands of needles. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and we got just, a sharps box here for 
anytime we do yeah animal stuff yeah and, but uh this happened i talked to mom uh bob's working at that section eight housing yeah and he's like a maintenance guy mm-hmm. and he was like reaching to fix a something on a couch or something and he got stuck with a drug needle Ooh. oh fuck and he went and got <sighs> tested he had to go get an hiv test yeah and, yeah. yeah he was fine he's fine yeah but uh Oof. that would be that scares shit out of me man. yeah yeah well and you know i mean because the other thing too is is you don't know if that patient's telling the truth on their paperwork on whether they are you know have anything like that so like oh it's oh it's, and this is not just one feeling. thing it's yeah. not just one thing you get hepatitis yep. you get exactly all like kinds oh of it's yeah. so fucking and scary. you bring it home to your family and then yeah. that's, yeah. How, that, that's, that's how that how, shit spread that's yep. how I'll you have the one, movie gets made yeah, you yeah. Have, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you become famous after you're dead that's why it's scary i mean none of us have kids but you we have like uh nieces and nephews and all that but you see how these <clears throat> these parents who have kids that are in school they just they're always sick man oh yeah their kids are always bringing stuff home germ factories uh, it really is i don't know about you guys i don't get i don't get a flu shot every year i I know that i do if i was around people i probably would just for for their sake too as much as my own Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't i believe my body yeah that's I, if I did it i would do it i would do it for other people yeah i don't think i'm gonna get flu yeah it's been i also uh, a decade plus since i've but I'm yeah, also I, not around anybody. I never right. get ever. sick, ever. I never and get Dave doesn't ever get sick either. But it's I been, wash my hands it's been probably over a decade. 40. It's been a decade since yeah. I've gotten mm-hmm. even a cold. I probably wash my hands 40 times a day. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, wash I my probably hands wash a lot. my hand a couple, 20. To, hell, I live yeah. on the farm. Even every, just cooking. Everything yeah, I yeah, touch. Yeah. Just cooking, I'll wash like, my Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Washing dishes, every, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and handling eggs, I do it. Yeah, you gotta wash your hands. Feeding the animals, I do it. Yeah, I do it after every client. Yeah. I don't know what funk you're bringing in there. Yeah, no, real talk, man. I don't, See, I don't touch my face. On, you put your hands yeah, on people's I don't, bodies. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't touch my face or nothing. When I walk out yeah. of the room, my hands yeah, are like... Yeah, like surgery going in. Yeah, for real, you know, because I'm not messing around. I, like, I had a lady, uh, you know, I had a client yesterday who was the first day she felt better after having pneumonia for uh, the last five weeks. come in here. Yeah, and she comes to see me, you know what I mean? And like... Here we go. Here we you know go. what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. excuse me, guys. You know, but she wasn't contagious, so she so says. So she told you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But Don't believe anybody. Exactly, <laughs> you know. But I... But they were going to nuke... That will cause an outbreak. That's what I was they just going to say. They were going to nuke this town, man. Yeah, dude. We should talk a little bit about that, that kind of angle, the Donald Sutherland... Uh, they had trucks showing up. Morgan Freeman. People's houses. Yeah. Remember, they were taking people away, yep. separating my parents yep. from yep. putting them on trucks and yep. taking them in. And, like... With Ebola, it, especially in third world countries, it's like one in eight survive. Uh huh. It's got like an eighty-five yeah. percent mortality. mortality rate. Yeah. We were wasn't this one more? This mutated. At yeah, some this point mutated. Too. It was. They didn't have a name for it. Yeah, you know the because at the vac- beginning the they were vaccinations actually, yeah. they had on hand. We're good That's why for, they had to find the monkey. one strain, but not the other. They had strain, to find yeah. the right. monkey yeah, because yeah. they needed the source exactly virus to be, be able, able to, to synthesize. Make right, the, and that's and they didn't think they were going to be able to find it, so they had ordered the strike on the yeah, town. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman, like he was with Dustin Hoffman, like, he was his superior officer, and he was like, "You can't do this." And well, I'm the here. cure was in that town. When he kept saying, "If you yeah. destroy the town, you destroy, you destroy the, the cure." cure. Yep. Yep. And he shot that little monkey with the dart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> cool. Yeah. He, he almost didn't do. He had to do it like on the angle. Yeah, too, right. At the last moment, I, I my, Maria and I differ the, on this wildly because she's worked at a monkey ranch yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think 
monkeys are awesome. I'd love to have. Oh one. yeah, yeah oh yeah, they are. She's like they're vicious murderers. No, they <laughs> they are. The ass. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure she has probably more insight than we yeah. do. Like, I saw him on Project X. They're so cute. I yeah. saw uh, mm-hmm. I saw a show the one time shines. called. Yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> That's not the one that think that monkeys. Okay, don't man. He really just loved his owner that much. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's a show called I Was Prey, and there was one uh, on there where this that sounds awesome, <laughs> oh, it, dude. It's it's survivors of like terrible things telling their stories, and oh, like, is it the woman who lost her face, got her face ripped oh, off by, by the, the monkey, like chimp, who's uh, roommate? Whose roommate? Roommate's chimp. Yeah, was got oh, jealous. Was, yeah. No, this one was a girl who was working at um, like a monkey enclosure, you know, uh, like monkey farm. Um, and I, I know, totally right? make that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, like for some reason or another, one of the I think it was an orang. No, it was a chimpanzee. Like just went crazy, and literally she was running through rooms trying to get away, and it was like breaking through windows and like beating in the door and biting her and scratching wow. her. Like, oh man, it was. And she's telling the story; it's so terrifying. So, uh, take check that out sometime. <laughs> I remember, uh, what was it? The dangerous lives of Altapurus. Oh, with the was cougar. The one when they broke into the, the cougar. Oh, that was and they didn't realize man. it was two cougars. They so they they, were, they they broke in. They, they were gonna do something. They were gonna do. They something. were gonna steal it as for a prank. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, so they. Fuck. I think they laced some food. Yeah. So they threw it in. And they and waited until like, he dropped. Like, and then they went inside the cage, and the second cougar fucking. Oh that was man! Horrifying. Boom! It was scary. Just no one thought grabbed the kid happen. by the fucking throat. Oh, and those things him. are fucking yeah. strong, man. One of the Culkins. One of the oh really? Kids. Oh, was it one of the Kogan yeah, kids? Kieran, I think it was Kieran. He took uh, off the team. Well, before yeah. we move on, I wanted to mention my favorite scene from Outbreak is where uh, they were inbound to destroy the town. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were yeah. up in the uh, helicopter. And then Morgan Freeman told uh, Dustin Hoffman, he says, "You know, if you get in front of that thing, uh, we cannot drop the payload and everything." And then Dennis, uh, right. what Donald Sutherland was like, "What the hell? Are you dumb or something? Why'd you just hold him how to stop the hole?" And then he like right. stopped realizing yeah, what he yeah. had just done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah really fun and the you know the plane comes down and he has that you know they basically are playing chicken between a bomber and a little tiny yeah, helicopter yeah. and he was like appealing to the pilots yeah yeah you know and he's like this is what you'll be remembered for yeah. we're not gonna move we're not moving yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and they end up dropping the bomb um and you see it the parachute and it's floating down real slow and they're looking at it and you can just tell they're waiting for it to just explode you know and finally it comes down and it explodes mm. right over the water yep. you yeah. know and uh just time. yeah and well and you know donald southern asks he's like you know report report and he's like looks like it must have been a wind shear yeah, sir yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like <laughs> uh, funny man great movie though. it was a good movie great movie well, this next one that kind of dealt with something similar about people being infected, but this was this was a balls out horror movie too. Was uh, 2008's Quarantine? Yeah, this was a great movie, and this was one of those. Uh, there was a period of time there for about six years where everyone was doing those handheld shaky oh, camera things, uh-huh. which a lot of people had a difficult with, and certain yeah. ones I did. You know, Cloverfield had it a lot. Was you kind of had to deal yeah. with it. You, Basically, it came down, if the movie was good enough, you kind of tolerated it right. and everything. And I think Cloverfield fell into that camp, and so did Quarantine. But it was, it was cool because it let, it let you, like, kind of go off, not go off script, but go off camera script. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have to worry about having framing up the perfect shot. No, right, no, no. Right. Those, those it was whip pans almost really like a documentary style, and if you didn't have your actor in frame... Who gives a fuck? And what I kind of like from that, you know, like say somebody's walking around with their cell phone and that's what the movie seems to be, Mm -hmm, you know, 
it always to me is a good way to introduce because I feel like, oh shit, this is footage that is found. It's almost Blair Witch like, yeah. you know, as far yeah. as the setting up goes. And I really like that aspect of it where you can, you know, because that's what this was, right? It wasn't firsthand, like, it was, it was they were all. shooting a documentary. Yeah, they were shooting that, a documentary. Not a news story. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me let me go into okay. it then. We got we got a, only a few couple a couple Girlfriend. famous actors. We got Jennifer Carpenter who was famous for playing Dexter's sister on Dexter. Mm. We've also got Jay Hernandez who has been acting for a while, but he I think he just finally got his big break playing Magnum, Magnum PI <laughs> uh, in the new TV series of the <laughs> huh. reboot. And then you've got that guy from uh, uh, Alan McBeal who was also in Talladega Nights, uh, who he kind of plays the vet in this movie. And uh, what happens is. You've got Jennifer uh, Carpenter and her camera operator are just following this firefighting uh, uh, kind of service around all night long and going on their various calls and everything and see what they're doing. And yeah, everything. they interview And they the just happen house. to be at the wrong call at the they wrong time, really. Call. So they get called into this apartment building. And at the apartment building, there's uh, horrible screams coming from like the third floor apartment. There's a woman in there, and they don't know if she's all right. So right. They, they get in there, and once you get in there, you realize she's infected with something. She is covered with blood. There's a dead body on the ground. She's foaming from the mouth and everything. Yeah. And right when that happens, she like attacks somebody and bites him in their throat. One of the police rips, officers. One of the police officers rips right. his throat out and everything. And everyone's freaked out. They tell everyone to get downstairs. And while they're downstairs figuring out what the hell is going on here, one of the like uh, firefighters falls, boom, like oh, five shit. stories in the hall, in the like courtyard little area there in the yeah. building, and just gets obliterated and you don't know how he hell he fell and everything. So everything's kind of chaotic. Yeah. And then right after that. Shortly after that, they quarantine the building. You could tell there's people outside. They're not going to let you out. They're not going to let anyone in. They, they have they the, block they, the cell phone signals, don't they? Yeah, they, they did a whole bunch of different stuff like yeah. that. And uh, that's more of a to cover up some potholes. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it works. But, but but it works though. You're right. Yeah, it's I mean, because like I mean, he think about it, guys. Not it adds. The yeah. fly over. It adds in mm-hmm. today's modern technological world. Yeah, you might world, as well work with it. It adds yeah, I mean, an, an extra level of helplessness. Yeah. You know, because everybody thinks. Dude, you got your fucking cell phone. Just use your yeah, cell phone. Just show bad signal. Yeah. They blocked the signal. Or Boom. bad signal. What are you yeah. going to do now? You know? Yeah, exactly. You so know, they bring so. in a couple of the CDC guys, and then uh, they're taking uh, they're taking tests from the brain of these people and everything, and they're not telling anyone anything, so they're going to have to figure out for their own. Well, the vet guy realizes it looks really like rabies, but like a high level of rabies here. Mm-hmm. And what really made this took this movie to the next level was there was at one point someone tried to escape from an uh, outdoor window, and they they shot him but what was really great is they got one of the black and white tvs working and everything and you see the people reporting outside and on the streets and everything and they're telling the public yeah, that the whole yeah. building's been evacuated right. when the, and the people inside are seeing wait, this no and they're like wait right. why, why, why would they say right. that why would they say it's all been evacuated and you realize mm-hmm. holy shit they don't give a fuck about us and we're kind of in here on our own and so that's when it starts. You know, you got one person infected, and he infects another person, and they infect another person, and basically that's what happens. And it comes down to this really kind of horrifying ending, man, where you've got Jennifer Carpenter realizing that there's a guy in the attic that hasn't been no one's seen in three months and he's a guy from Boston that's all they say it's a guy from Boston uh-huh. so then he goes they go I up there I don't trust him already <laughs> <laughs> well they go up there and they get, they see the cages and they see the he's been doing books. some he's been doing some home that's science right. and he's got yeah. some like apocalyptic kind of uh, 
uh, inclinations ideologies, and yeah. ideologies yeah. and the papers are on the wall and everything. But then you realize he's got like a sub addict or, or like another addict above his uh, apartment. <laughs> uh-huh. And they go up there and there's no lights whatsoever. And this is where the, the famous shots from this movie uh, where they have the to green, watch. They have to look at him through that night neat, vision. That green night vision. Oh, yeah. And they're just showing glimpses. Cream you can tell color. there's somebody else in the room and then somebody gets hit in the back and you're like, and there's some creepy elements going on and it becomes really horrific, man. Yeah. It's a t- uh, tough movie to watch. I watch watched this with my wife and my wife is uh uh famously not the biggest movie fans but she, she will like a lot of comedies and she'll like a lot of horror movies and i played this for her and i remember her watching uh half the movie with the pillow like right in front of her face because there was some moments where you you knew something was going to jump out you just didn't know when it was going to happen so wasn't there a scene where there was like a rat that oh, yeah. like that rushed at him and the guy shot him and he told everybody like did you see that that yeah. rat just ran at me like it was trying to attack yeah, me yeah, and yeah. they were like thought mm-hmm. he was crazy mm-hmm. and then didn't they have somebody like chained up that, oh yeah that, well that most it, interesting part was that this was I don't know whoever came up with the script for that this was their element that really made it one woman had uh, they realized her daughter had been uh, had infected. been sick and infected mm-hmm. so they r- literally like took the daughter away from her and then the mom was flipping out and you knew the mom was probably infected too they handcuffed her to the bottom of the stairs right so anyone bad who idea, went down the, yeah, <laughs> anyone who went downstairs had to pass by her right. or the reverse mm-hmm. anyone yeah. going upstairs had to pass by her and she had turned completely at some point she was, yeah. she was this wild animal yeah. that you had to get by and it was it was creepy man when there was the points, zombie apocalypse happens people were remembered yeah. not to do that yeah <laughs> I mean the last 10 minutes Almost everyone, but the Jennifer Carpenter uh, character and the the poor guy who ran the camera, who got very little screen time uh, because he was the guy that kind of that, the we're, camera, that yeah. we're following, kind of uh, showing us the footage. And uh, they were the only two left, and they were other, everyone else was like high speed, twenty eight days later infected. That's what I was going to say. It was, it was more like the rage than it was yeah, the it was. Uh, than like you know brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, for um, sure, for sure. But it, it was a fantastic movie, and I, I know a lot of people avoid those kind of handheld movies, and I get it. And this was probably one of the last ones. Yeah. Because I think we all agreed at the same time, all right, we're done with we're this. Do, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'll go it, see it turned it this off last half the audience. Time. Yeah. You know, yeah. because some people just can't look at that. You know, right. and there are times during quarantine which it was that way. You had to kind of turn away and look mm-hmm. because it was just your, your brain. I, I mean, I think a lot of people can deal with it uh, easier than others, but. Yeah, I think this was one of the last ones, but it was also one of the best ones. This and Cloverfield are the two that I would say don't avoid yeah. that are part of this handheld type of thing. I remember the opening scene of Narc. Yeah, that was a hard one. That, the first, the, like, what, Five three minutes. minutes, three, four minutes of Narc yeah. was handheld, but, like, super fast handheld. Like, oh, some yeah. guy was like running. running. Some dude I was running. That. But yeah. it was, like, I think it was attached to him, too, because it you couldn't even like get... Like a body cam? Yeah, it was attached to him body cam, but yeah. it was such an intense scene. It does add an intensity... To it, it, it does, you know? but after 15 seconds of it, it's yeah, like, dude, yeah. I'm gonna turn the channel, yeah. or you know, it's the same with showing like, someone spinning I'm around. Get sick all over myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can only show that spinning carousel like kind of thing for so long before people are like yakking on their neighbors. Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> all right, so that was quarantine, man. Check it out. All right, all right. So I'm gonna find out what other movies Dave has on his list, and I'm gonna pick one of those. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, we we will we'll follow up again here. So I'm gonna do Volcano. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, I'm doing volcano. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've I've never seen this movie. Like, really? So weird I've that I've never seen, seen it. Neither of you, no. really. Okay. But That's I have a... seen its counterpart that came out at the same time, which we'll talk about soon. <laughs> sure. I have a feeling we might. Yeah. Um. So this one, and I'm just trying to pull up the cast real quick. I, I definitely know stuff about it. Tommy like, Lee's in it. Anne yeah. Hash. Yeah. And yeah. Anne Hash. Tommy Lee. Gabby um, was in it. Uh, Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman. She ended up. She was the little uh, cute girl from Uncle Buck. Abby someone. She Abby, was the, something? She was the, Abby something? Yeah, yeah, Abby something. Uh, <laughs> no, the girl from Uncle Buck that grew up looking really strange. Oh, And, okay. and she did the, the girls' show. She was really good at it. Uh, also, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. Yep. I love Don Cheadle. He's great. Um, and John Carroll Lynch. Oh, I love John Carroll Lynch. He's yeah. the Zodiac killer. Yeah, oh, is he? Okay. Uh, from well, uh, Zodiac. This he's, is from, he's from Fargo? Yeah. Yeah. It's like bottom middle there. Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and... He, I'll get to his scene because it's my favorite scene of the movie. Shit, I didn't know he was in this. Now I got to go watch oh this movie because gosh, I love dude. him a lot. So Don, so all right, it, it's Tommy Lee Jones is kind of like uh, it's almost playing a similar character. I, from what I gather, I is a similar character from like uh, the Fugitive. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, it's just take away. I want to check every hen house and outhouse. Yeah, in the yeah, area. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just take away that he's a cop and he's like a transit guy, yeah. like you know, in charge of he's all. So the... good at barking orders, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's great and he's great, and, and, and that's what he does. You know what I get suspicious when I find leg guys yeah. with no, no legs, legs in them. Yeah. <laughs> when I find volcanoes with no lava in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like you said, one of you said earlier, like, oh, there hasn't been an earthquake for a while. Yeah. You know out in California. So the movie takes place, I think it might be Los Angeles. Um, Couldn't happen to a better place. (laughs) (laughs) And there starts to be like earthquakes, you know, and I I don't think there's a large one. It's just kind of small and... But it's large enough that, okay, we need to figure out what's going on in the, the subway tunnels, the sewer tunnels, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bus houses, <laughs> you know, you know not naming off all that stuff. Give me a list and I'll, I'll get I'll, an Oscar for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, and so basically there's like a steam vent that happens in, I think, one of the subway tunnels or else one of the sewage passages. Um, and they go down there. and Well, they send a team down there and... They have like, you know, they have like the full suits on because they're concerned that it might be like methane or sulfur or something like that, that, you know, you'll die just from inhaling. Yeah, there's so many after effects that will hit you before that type of stuff. Exactly. Some of those gases. The lava is almost the last thing. You're yeah, yeah, about. yeah. Right, right. Well, and so and at this point. Duck and know, cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a lot of South Park Duck in this. and cover. <laughs> I love that one. Now, I did. We talked about. Um, and it's it's fascinating. I don't know if you watched the Hawaii. What was going on in Hawaii? Sorry, I watched I, some, yeah, but it was, was super tragic. So like I tried not to watch bombs, too much. They were, they that were, that plays a, a role in the movie too. Um, so these guys are going down to check for you know gas leaks and everything, and they're walking down, and they have this like you know uh, canary. No, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, no, uh, it's like an infrared camera, yeah. you know, or like an MRI, a thermal camera. Thermal camera. Um, yeah. And they're going down and like they're getting close to this thing and there's like a heat there, you know, and it's super hot. Well, while they're there, there starts to be like another, um, uh, what do you call it, an aftershock. Um, And the heat starts getting like super bad and they start to like run away from it and they can't, you know, and so they basically just kind of burn, Um, you know, but there is no explosion. It's just massive heat. You know, so who's Cheadle play in this movie, and, he, and who does Anne Hesh play? So, um, 
Cheadle is Tommy Lee Jones' kind of right hand man. He wants to have. He his ain't gonna job. live through this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to. He's the up and coming yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, so yeah. he, you know, you figure he is going to be his replacement. But nobody's yeah. trying to kick him out because he's great yeah, at yeah, his yeah. job. Um, and I, I think Anne Hesh, Hesh is maybe his like ex wife or something like that. Yeah. It's been a while, but um, it's been a while since Anne Hesh has been a movie too, man. Anne Hesh was kind of uh, a huge movie star for a while there, and then mm. kind of slowly kind of drifted off. Yeah, uh, I always liked her in movies though. So they come to find out there's like gonna be a, a volcanic eruption. You know, the, I think lava starts to flow and yeah. stuff like that. So now everybody's in a panic. They're trying to figure it out. Survival mode. Yeah. And um and you know, as the eruption starts to happen, like you said, those lava bombs, man, they just start taking people out. They're huge, you know. Um but my favorite scene is uh what was his name? Uh John Lynn Carroll or something. Oh yeah. Um the Zodiac guy. Yeah, the Zodiac guy. <laughs> so the lava is starting to come through the subway. So they're evacuating this train and it's coming up as, you know, cause there's only the door on the back. So you can only get so many people mm-hmm. through and Tommy Lee Jones is there trying to help. Well, the lava gets underneath the train and there's no way that he can get this last person out. So, uh, the Zodiac guy, um, jumps into the lava ah. and takes this girl and he walks through the lava. Ah. And I mean, he's just screaming in pain and like, it's, it's so horrible. Wow. They show the effect that it did on him. Yeah, yeah. He like he, he he jumps into like his shins, you oh, know, because it's only about that high. And you got new legs. You yeah. get new legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lieutenant Dan did. Well, he you know he he tries to walk as far as he can until he just can't, and he just throws her right to the edge of the lava and just like. T-1000 yeah. it, you know, into the lava and Oof. dies. Wow. Like That's a tough way to go. Oh, my gosh, dude. And, and like, the scene is very intense. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because there's a similar one in the other volcano movie that's very like that, Oh, too. really? Uh, um, and so, uh, basically, in order to do whatever they need to, like, in order to survive, hmm. they use, like, and again, speaking of Terminator, you know those canals in California and they always show like people driving. They call it the... Um, L.A. River. Oh, okay. So they basically try and oh, use yeah, that, and they funnel about. the lava down to the ocean, yeah. and you Killed know that every homeless person, <laughs> <laughs> kill every homeless person and the fish. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, it's a really good movie. There's a lot of intense scenes. Great actors. Yeah, I know it was um, pretty action packed, but the problem with this movie fast is moving too. Is, and if you want to fuse right into your next one with uh, with this, <laughs> yeah, we, go we for should, it. Uh, Joe versus the Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, it was a remake, almost word for word. <laughs> no, but th- this movie, I think the only thing that hurt Volcano is the timing that it was released, yeah. very similar to Armageddon being released same time as Deep Impact, yeah. Tombstone being released the same time as uh, Wider. Right. This movie was released the you same time as uh, Dante's It's probably Pink. erased to it's probably a race to get it out first, but it's also like ours is going to be better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, and, Tombstone and was infinitely better than Wyatt Earp, even though I liked Wyatt Earp. And from what I've heard, and I I can't speak with it because I haven't seen Volcano myself, but most people I think fell into the Dante's Peak as being a, a, a better movie. Uh-huh. But I, from it's, what it sounds like, it's different. It's a lot more smaller scale. Yeah. It was just a few people that you were following in a small town, not uh-huh. L.A. and the city, right. which was overrun. So it sounds like it was 
different enough that they could stand was, on their own. Was Pierce Brosnan <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Dante's Peak? Yeah, okay. so why don't you tell us a little... Because so, that's your next movie, right? That's, yeah. Right. And, uh, well, it is now. I was, so, <laughs> I was so looking forward to you talking that about that. up? I was waiting for some Abe Vigoda, uh, <laughs> Joe Burr's Volcano diagram. Yeah. Before I talk about it, I, it's weird. I had to take... So I had to take... I, I knew I was never going to be a scientist, but you have to take science classes in college. Yeah. So instead of taking biology, mm-hmm. I took... Um, Earth science, yeah. which is basically rock science. Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat. And the professor that I had, his friend, one of his best friends that he went to grad school with mm. was a was a vul- vulcanist. Yeah, vul- volcanologist. Volcanologist or, who was on top of Mount St. Helens when it Ooh. erupted. Oh, wow. Oh, was shit. Wow. And uh, so he talked about it quite a bit. That happened like 1980, I yeah. think. Wow. I mean, 1980 yeah. that happened. And that was a, they've had a couple good movies about that, too. That was a horrifying one. But uh, Dante's Peak, you know, much like... It, it kind of had that same kind of thing as Mount St. Helens going yeah. on to it. You like, kinda, there's a community there a collation between in, in, in around the mountain. Mm. And uh, so they had just been named the best small town yeah. under like was a million Linda people. Linda Hamilton? Uh, Linda Hamilton. She oh, was awesome. Yeah, yeah she, basically Linda she Hamilton. Ran the, she ran she was the, the diner, mayor. right? No, she was the mayor. But didn't she also own the diner? Uh, she, the, might, uh, she had something to do with it, but she was the mayor. She was the mayor. And uh, a lot of good character actors because remember Pierce, remember the, yeah. the opening the scene where you saw Pierce escaping oh, yeah. the previous well, he, So he brought up had, team. had a horrific scene in that. Yeah. Movie. Oh, really? And uh, so he brought his team up. Well, talk talk before about the opening scene so, yeah, where he was fleeing the, volcanoes. He was in... fleeing the. Uh, he had a horrifying thing happen to him. Talk about it, because uh, I'm, I'm having a hard time recall the opening he, scene. He's fleeing a active volcano that's in the middle of erupting with his wife, and uh, they're in. He's got this high powered, like great SUV, but with one the snorkel of on it. but one of the yeah, people, uh, but this <laughs> a was a proof snorkel. I, I'm pretty sure he had to get a different one after this first one. <laughs> yeah. So they're fleeing, and it's all hard all yeah, around yeah, yeah. him. I mean, there's lava flowing in the streets. People are dying all around him, oh. and one of the lava uh, rocks come flying through the top of the uh, SUV and lands right into his wife's skull. No. Straight into her brain, right oh. into her head. Oh, and my God. And then he's holding her and screaming, no, no, no. Oh and then, my boom. God. That's when we fast forward to. I think, I, I think I'm teaching kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. After that yeah. happens. Uh, what can I do that's 100% polar opposite of what oh I'm doing now? So, that's yeah, you nuts. can. So he's, he's already kind of distraught because he knows the horror of and losing he was somebody. like. And what I got about this movie is what I, is he was trying to tell people, listen, this mountain yeah. is unstable, and nobody would listen to it. Well, him. the town just got voted the best yeah. to live in, so it was bad for the town oh, for this right. to go out. So they're telling him, don't release this information. And he was like, hey, you know, <laughs> if this is what it is, it's what it is, I'm telling everyone. Because wow. like, he gets like called up there. It's like opening the beach on Memorial yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he gets <laughs> called up there because the, the readings are a little yeah. off, so he wants to get him checked out, and he's not... They had, his team was really cool, yet. too. Who, do you remember the Yeah, Dean Norris, who uh, 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 who played the guy who got the paddles through his chest in, uh, right. in the thing. Uh, and, he had the main cra- guys. and he had a good scene, crew. His death scene yeah, was, on the bridge was, uh, was really good. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but remember the kids skinny dipping at the, oh, at the spring. And that was the first time I ever heard about some of the side effects yeah. of like the it's, steam vents and stuff, but also the, the water... 
it turns into like sulfuric acid. Yeah. Oh wow. And they and, showed uh, these two skinny dippers. Yeah. They're oh, in the water. They go into a hot spring. It starts boiling. Oh. It, it just but flies. The them. craziest thing is is he goes on a picnic or something yeah, with Linda with, Hamilton and her kids. Yeah. And the little kid is like gonna do a cannonball. Yeah. Into the same thing, and you know because you've seen the scene already that the right. other two people die. Oh man! And as soon as he like the kid, I don't know if he was in the air, yeah, close or something, but Pierce yeah. Brosnan like snatches him like right out of the air. Oh wow! And then right Before in the water, he, you see the you see two, the dead bodies like, like floating, grossly, like all, all their skins gone, yeah. just like muscle. Oh and, man! And they're all face, they're both face down. So basically, the and then the full blown eruption happens. My favorite scene in this whole thing is they're trying to flee. And the truck gets disintegrated. That guy dies in a crazy scene on the bridge. Yeah. Um, but they get into the metal boat. Yeah. This is a great scene. And you know, if it was plastic, they'd have made it. Yeah. The grandmother. <laughs> so they, they went. Yeah. They went up there to rescue the grandmother. The prop. Who, who didn't want to leave the family didn't want to leave the family house. And but like, the kids drove up there on their own. Yeah. Remember, they stole the car. Yeah. They can barely see through the ash. The it's ash. like bad right. snow. You know. But they get in the metal boat and they're going across the lake in about. 20 feet from the dock, yeah. the pa- the propeller like, is corrodes off from the acid in the lake. Yeah, they, they lose the oars. So, the oars disintegrate yeah. on so them. So they're right, and the boat is sinking. disintegrating, oh, starting to sink because fuck. it's metal and, and the acid's corroding it. Yep. So the grandmother jumps, much like the guy that jumped in yep. the lava. She oh. jumps she gets in the water. In the sulfuric acid and like... Pushes the pushes boat the, the last fifteen oh, feet. My God. She was, you could her, see her, her legs, legs were just were all like, like all peeled off. and yeah. juicy, oh. and it was nasty. Robocop style. Robocop yeah. style. Oh. But one of my favorite uh, things from this movie is uh, well, there's a couple uh, good scenes, but I re- it's the first time my wife ever heard about a SUV with the snorkel. On oh yeah, yeah. And because Pierce Brosnan had a great one, and a lot of people were uh, once the volcano hit and people were freaking out, and the roads were blocked. Uh, Pierce Brosnan went off road and he could he could actually go into the river, yeah, uh, across the Those river. And cool, other man. people were trying it that didn't have the snorkel and it wasn't right. working. But he yeah. said, "Don't worry, we have a snorkel." And you see the water pumping out. And he had some good special effects. Uh, I remember they lit the tires of them of that SUV on yeah. fire. Remember, and he kept oh, driving, yeah. and the tires were like, "Oh burned. wow, yeah." Now, one of my favorite scenes though is when he has to go into the mine shaft. They they, oh, they establish right. it at the beginning that the the town kids hang out in the abandoned mine shaft. But at some point, he has to flee kind of the explosion, and he he goes super fast like 80 miles an hour into the mine shaft uh-huh. and it collapses behind him and, and then it's we have to find pierce brosnan and pull him out but he gets a horrible compound fracture oh. where he puts the light down and his bone is sticking through his leg yeah. man and he's got to drag himself out of the seat out of the car and you're like oh god it's brutal man yeah but it was such a fun movie but from the sounds of them they're like two they both deal with volcanoes but yeah. they're completely different no, one, yeah, one's no. an entire town or a city in yeah. like shambles and uh, a lot of it's like red flowing va- lava in this you don't see the lava a whole lot other than the beginning it's more a lot of the dust and the uh, debris and the poisonous lakes well, I think if like my wife and I we went to Italy and <laughs> we went and visited Pompeii yeah and which is a city that was Right, Vesuvius. Yeah, Vesuvius. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the, everybody died there from the the hot ash. Yeah, I don't think lava killed anybody, but just like that's the ones where they were like frozen. It, they still have bodies yeah, there. Their that bodies are, are just. Like, like, well, I thought that was because contorted. the lava came through. No, I don't. No, I don't think. think so. I don't think came, there would have been any bodies. The lava oh, yeah, came through. Yeah. I think yeah. it, the ash just. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Super hot gas just this is what we get to look at forward for the next 50 hundred years hopefully i'm gone before this stuff is 
Start. I've heard that if Yellowstone oh, yeah. were to erupt, like that would just be it for the U.S. Yeah. Like from At least the, the West from the Coast fallout. for a while. We'd well, probably from be the, okay. Far over here, probably, but <laughs> we're, we're the big wang hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> hanging down. The we are dicks. Of, <laughs> we are the kind of big wang of the country, aren't we? <laughs> In more ways than yeah. one. <laughs> Uh, Florida. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Welcome to Florida. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Now I've got uh, my next two could probably flip flopped. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go 1968 here. I'm gonna go pretty old school here with uh, my catastrophe film, and this is 1968's Planet of the Apes. Nice. Love Planet of the Apes. I love that original Planet of the Apes. I love the subsequent ones, which are cheesy as hell, when they were actually wearing suits and working in New York <laughs> and stuff. They had the apes. That like, I don't remember. B- beneath the Planet of the Apes, the conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, wow. Uh, which one was Burt Lancaster was only in the first one? Uh, he wasn't in any of them. <laughs> he, wa- he wanted him to get a good paycheck here. Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston was only in the first one. But uh, Ronnie Cox was... Uh, not Ronnie Cox. Uh, Ronnie McDowell was in, uh, I think, the second one. He played the professor. Uh, he played uh, Cornelius. He played... Uh, Doctor... He played one of the doctors. Not Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas was somebody else. You know who was... Uh, so basically what's happened... Let me, before we go into all that... Because basically, Charlton Heston's the only kind of guy we have in this movie who's uh, almost not an ape other than a couple of the uh the female uh kind of savage that they put him with is a little different but so you've got Charlton Heston he's got two crew members and they're on a, a spaceship they're like above uh above the earth and something goes wrong and they have to crash mm. onto whatever planet they're on and so when they crash it's established uh shortly uh on that it's like uh they jump like 200 years. It's like 200 years ahead of where they were in their uh, present time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they age a little bit when they get down. One guy has like gray in his hair and everything. But other than that, they haven't really aged much. Uh, jumping forward 200 years. So they are on this unknown planet and they watch their like uh, rescue ship just like sink. So like, oh, we live here now. Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> shortly after that, you, you realize they're... Uh, they find a bunch of groups of people who are like running in the cornfields and everything, and you realize the horse is chasing them. And on top of the horses, we got eight people. <laughs> and this <laughs> was 1968, and this special effects look great. The, yeah. These eight yeah, yeah. Uh, they were really uh, good. face and the makeup they did on them, they look really, really uh, well done. This movie, do, did it do uh, well when oh, it first shit, came yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. This was, uh, I remember Dad liked this yeah, movie. Yeah, this was one of the high-end. Uh, to get five sequels off it, I mean, it had to have been huge, too. And, yeah. Uh, that it, I think it won awards for the makeup and everything, but basically, uh, Charlton Heston is on this Planet of the Apes where it, it, it's like a class of system going on where the orangutans are like the high level kind uh-huh. of uh, elders in the group, and then you've got the chimpanzees are low. In, in the future ones, they went into the other, they went into gorillas and stuff. They didn't really go into gorillas in, in the original one. Mm. They did with the Tim Burton one, and they certainly did with the uh, Matt Reese ones that just came out the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes, which I like those too. I, I didn't much care for the Tim Burton ones, the only one that I really didn't care for. Uh, the Mark Wahlberg one, eh, it was all yeah, right. I did see it, that. It, it had problems with it. Uh, that was ripe with it, but it had Michael <laughs> Clark Duncan in it playing yeah, one of the get, he big was guys. Good. So he was yeah. good in it. You had Helena Bonacar was great, but for me, the oh, mon- Helena Bonacar was in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was in a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> yeah, but Johnny, he left Johnny Depp out, so yeah. he did keep him out of this. Oh, one. Johnny Depp was there. You yeah. So yeah. see him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he could be. Yeah, right. Ape outfit. So what happens is Charlton Heston gets. He gets captured, but they uh, they put this thing around his throat 
so he he like loses his voice oh. and so they put him in this cage and it's almost like an exact opposite kind of scenario here where you are used to seeing humans kind of outside the cage and uh, studying uh, apes inside the cage. Right. And in this uh, kind of reality that we're living in, the apes are in charge looking at the humans. Right. And they were like, humans are low, the lowest creatures uh, on the earth, and they uh, they don't know what they're doing, and they can't communicate. And other than Charlton Heston, the other ones can't. They're kind of savages who are, aren't can't speak or anything like that. Uh-huh. But... Charlton Heston is communicating with the Roddy McDowell, who people know Roddy McDowell. He was Peter Vincent, the fearless mm-hmm. vampire killer from uh, Fright Night. Right. He was the. Uh, he had a big career way uh, before that. Yeah. Like, and uh, the other woman who played his uh, like uh, lab uh, assistant, or actually his wife, I think is uh, Cornelius, and this other woman plays his wife, and they went on to do the previous, uh, the other movies, and then they had kids that were part of this whole thing. Uh, but she was the same woman from um, Streetcar Named Brazil. She was Stella. You know, she was the one that he was screaming for. Stella! Stella. Yeah, she played Stella. Uh, <laughs> so they're, they're watching Charlton Heston communicate with his hands. And they were like, look at what he's doing. He's like, he's trying to communicate with his hands and everything. He's yeah. like, he's, he, he's acting like he can speak and everything. And so they bring the orangutans in. You could tell the orangutans, you're like, no human can speak. And uh, one of the main guys was... Uh, Did he injure himself? Is that why? No, they had the rope around his neck when they oh. like captured him. So he couldn't speak at all for a little while and uh but he can understand what was going on and he's trying to write messages in the sand and they're wiping it out and everything so the orangutans don't believe him and at one point they're uh they're gonna transfer for him uh transfer him and they're gonna say you're gonna get gelded well he's smart enough to know what that means so then he he, gotta go he flees (laughs) means like this yeah (laughs) (laughs) we have our own special things (laughs) Uh, Snip. Their, <laughs> their compound was impressive. They did a great production design. This, this was thing, a big budget Where movie. it was a big budget uh, uh, right? kind of village. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like how a Bond movie would be made with those huge steps and everything. And mm-hmm. So he escaped, and he's running all over the place, and they're catching him, and they finally catch him in the net, and they pull him up. And that's when the big moment is when someone grabs him, and he says, keep your stinking hands the off me, you damn, damn dirty, dirty apes. apes. Yeah. And they're all, like, shocked. The, yeah. the shock on their face, like, holy shit, a human just... It would be like if a freaking uh, chimpanzee had started yeah. talking to yeah. us. So they're freaked out. And even with him talking and telling them what's going on, they don't believe him. The, mm-hmm. the, the orangutan's like, nah, this is bullshit. None of this happened and everything. And he's still trying to kind of uh, understand what's going on and why am I here and why are the apes ruining it and where are the other humans and mm-hmm. what's going on. And they, they talk about a forbidden zone. Which will also get a little spoilery, but yeah. I mean, this, so is, has ni- the big, this is 1968. Yeah. It has a great reveal that was made fun of later in uh, Spaceballs. Yeah. Look what's coming out of his ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he ends up going to the Forbidden Zone just to jump forward, you know, he and he's kind of disobeying what the, the uh, orangutans want him to do and everything. And he, he goes on the other side of town, and the big reveal is that he thinks he's on this foreign planet run by apes. Yeah. And what's actually going on is he's on Earth. Right. But it's 200 years later, and the human race has been wiped out, and the apes are actually the next de- yeah. link in the evolutionary good chain. For the, good for them. And give them a shot. See I know, if they right? can do any yeah. better than we Absolutely. do. They're in yeah. charge. So yeah. the, the way he finds this out is he's walking along the beach, and he sees the Statue of Liberty, yep. like from like almost from like sticking out head up almost, and you can just see the crown and, yeah. the, and, the, and torch the arm going yeah. up there. And he's, he's like, yeah, they did it. They did it. They destroyed all of us and mm-hmm. this and that. And he screamed, and that's kind of how it, how it ended man yeah and it it was fantastic it was like back in 68 this was some kind of 
high-end uh, sci-fi that was coming out. And there was a lot of good ones in the 70s, too, which we'll do a 70s sci-fi pod just so I can talk some Logan's Run and talk some uh, Soylent <laughs> Green. Run. I love Logan's Run, man. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, man. It's, it's so it's, fucking awesome. It, I, I like Logan's Run because... <laughs> Everybody, all the women in it are wearing sheer clothing, and no, no <laughs> that's what you came out of when, uh, Logan's Run. Hey, when awesome. you're a, when you, and it was like PG. Yeah. Was, and when you're a teenager, man, right, hey, that, hey. <laughs> it was actually rated G. Was it? Day. I think so. Wow, it was I, weighted something that was shouldn't. Have oh, there was straight up nudity at the end when they were in that ice thing, oh, yeah, and she yeah, took off right. all those that's clothes. Right. Right. She was also in the Marvel movies. She was the one uh, that. Uh, uh, what's her name? What a uh, great... Roman, Romanoff disguised herself as and kicked the shit out of uh, oh yeah uh, people uh, uh, as the senator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Redford. Yep, Robert yeah. Redford. That yeah. was who that was from Logan's Run and huh. Michael York, Basil Expedition. Basil <laughs> twins. See, now, have you seen the newer yeah, Planet of the I've seen Apes? both of them. I, I all three of them. I think I've seen. There was three of them, right? I've seen a yeah, couple. I of them. Rise them. of the Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes, or one no, where they had a bunch of assault weapons. One in the middle there. Well, there was. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't remember what the first one was called. The first anymore. one was Rise of Planets. That's the one with John Lithgow and uh, James Franco. Right. Yeah. And then the second one had just Caesar kind of ruling stuff, and you had Gary Oldman, I think. And then the That's third the one. one I saw. Then the third, which wasn't as good. It was. It was all right. But I heard the third one, which I haven't seen, is the one with, with uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's interesting, dude. I started watching that. Mm-hmm. I was about forty-five minutes in. Yeah. Didn't do it. I turned you. it off. Yeah. Dude. Really. Um, and I didn't not, like the second one. I I'm not saying one. that it was a bad movie. I was just like, bro, I'm tired of this. <laughs> Do you see the like, Franco one? The Franco yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's what you were saying when he says he finally talks. I yeah. love in the Franco one yeah. where Caesar finally yeah. says, no. Uh, yeah. And they all look at him and he's like, and oh that my great God, scene that on the just Golden, talked. Yeah, and that great scene on the Golden Gate Bridge. And yeah, even the stuff with John dude. Lithgow having Alzheimer's and yeah. losing it. And it was, yeah. it was good. And Malfoy from... Uh, from Harry Potter play that he got kind of typecast as the evil kid. Remember uh, Brian Cox uh, yeah. worked at the facility that they brought him in. They were all mean to the animals. Yep. And he got his. That's dude. right. Oh sure. yeah. Dude, uh, that was great. Did. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a good one. I didn't much. I thought they took a step down with the second one, but for yeah. most people I heard the third one was good, but, uh, and I'm not saying it's not. I Justin just, says it's garbage <laughs> and don't fuck watch that it. I, I was just so ready for the fucking fight to happen already that really? I, I just I, I wasn't interested. <laughs> you know anymore. when it happened? Yeah, minute forty seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I just wasn't interested in any more character development. Yeah. I just wanted. I should have. You know, and I didn't even fast forward it. I was like, nope. I'm just yeah. gonna turn it off here. I've so. been that way. Sometimes <laughs> you're not in the movie uh, mood for certain movies. Me yeah. and my cousin were talking about that last pod where we had walked into several movies when we were just like doing like movie jumps back in the day when you mm-hmm. could just like sneak into movies we would stay 20 minutes and if it didn't good movies that just didn't hit our fancy yeah. or we didn't we jumped in at the wrong you time you would just we go left. in another theater right? we we walked out of uh robin hood men in tights at one point we walked and these <laughs> are movies men we're men in tights i'm on the west side <laughs> <laughs> I, I said one of their trigger words <laughs> they just went off <laughs> unlike other robin hoods yeah i can speak with the british <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's not a, that is not a disaster movie unless we're talking box office. That was kind office. of a that disaster. Was a box office unless disaster. we're talking box office draw, it was not a disaster. It was, hey, right. hey, Blinken. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs in the tree. Uh, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Um, all right, let's go, let's go around one more time for our number ones here. All right. So um, this one, I believe, was 2011. Um, it is Gwyneth Paltrow... Matt Damon, uh, Jude Law, Jude Law, yeah, and uh, Contagion. 
I've only seen this once. But Please I, tell me that but she I've, dies in the movie. Oh, she makes it all the way through the first like twenty minutes. I love this movie. Already. <laughs> I've seen this movie, but I've only seen it once. It's escaping me. Like I'm sure it once you like, talk about it, was it, like uh, outbreak without the uh, the action. Really, kind of. I, yeah, you know was, what? I'm having a trouble remembering where where it took place. Okay, well, it took place like. In you know mainly America, but eventually other places. Yeah. Um, so the movie starts off. Gwyneth Paltrow is returning from a trip, and um, she gets home. She's just not really feeling well. Matt Damon is her husband. They have a child together. Um, you know, she's just really not feeling well. And I, I don't remember specific timeline, yeah. um, but I think it was like maybe a couple of days, maybe after she had gotten home. And this might be the only scene I remember too. in the, in the movie was when Matt Damon goes to the hospital. Oh yeah. Well, it, it's well before she that gets, though, she starts to get sick, right? Yeah, yeah. She's not feeling well. And then all of a sudden she's like getting a cup of coffee and she looks down at the cup and the screen just kind of goes, you know, it's her point of view yeah. and it's uh you know the screen just gets kind of fuzzy so you realize like oh, something's yeah, starting yeah, yeah. to happen you know and matt damon's just talking to her about like what he's gonna do today yeah, you yeah. know um and he's like are you okay and and she just goes my arm and like he comes over and he grabs her like to hold her and she just falls down and has a seizure yeah. and so like the kid comes in and they're like you know he's like oh stay away stay away um and so then they get to the hospital, and yeah, this was this was the scene which I really liked. It might be the only one I can contribute to here. So. Yeah. Uh, when the doctor actually tells him that she's gone, yeah, and Matt Damon totally glosses over what he says. Doesn't even Do- hear doesn't him. even hear him. He he was and he says, yeah, yeah. Can, so can I see my wife now? Yeah. When can and, I like, talk to her? Yeah. When can I talk to her? And yeah. he's like, no, you 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 don't understand. She's she's gone. Right. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And, and Matt Damon like like a. Ton of bricks, you know? yeah, man. Um, because well, because everything it's, it was went fine. In, she went in with like a friggin' like she wasn't feeling well, yeah, she, wasn't she had feeling a seizure, well. yeah. you know. Um, normally, you don't think that's gonna lead to anything as horrific as this did, right? And so, patient zero, exactly. <laughs> um, and so from there, though, because she was on that plane and everything like yeah. that, it starts like an outbreak, you know. Um, and but I like, think a lot of this followed like almost the CDC kind of, uh, the Lawrence uh, Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne and Kate yeah. Winslet yes. and Jude law kind of are the, the heavies when it comes to, well, Jude law is just kind of like, a. Is he, uh, he's he like flex an, stuff or well, he's like an internet, you know, news guy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And, and eventually he starts like, Playing, I think he, he he formulates a plan to make money off of a drug company, and so he starts creating false information. Well, I totally forgot about that part. Yeah, like uh, he yeah, he ends up being he ends up being super devious, yeah. you know. Um, and some people are um, immune to this just mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah. But again, most of the movie is trying to figure out what happened, where, because they start thinking it's like a biological warfare, yeah. like it's been sent here by somebody. They're you just know. playing catch up, trying to kind of. And it's just exponentially yeah. by the minute getting worse yeah, and worse yeah. and worse, and people are just fucking dying. I um, remember at some point, it's just, I, you see those guys in the suits just walking through the streets, and there's bodies piled right. on the side of the, uh, the road. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, millions of people, I think, are starting to die, you know, and they look to like, Jude Law because he says like they're not telling you about this cure and they have yeah. a cure and so everybody's focusing on him and like um, did you they know, have the cure? 
Well, not at that point. Um, he was just, it was like the drug company that he had invested in. And so he was going to tell people like, uh, you need to go and get this drug and, and demand it. And da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so. That's insider um, trading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think if I remember correctly, they start to use Matt Damon's blood because he's immune. I mm. think they start to use him as some it kind of. It makes sense because he didn't get sick with it. Well, because, yeah, yeah, because he was exposed to yeah, it, obviously. you know. Um, but, and I'll, I'll, I'll give, and it, I mean, it kind of gives away the ending. Like it, there's a bit of a twist because you don't know where it came from yeah. the whole time. Like in outbreak, it came from the monkey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so in, in this one, she was having an affair, um, and she was on a business trip. Serves her right then. Yeah. I know I hated that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was better off in the end. <clears throat> well, she was at a restaurant <laughs> and this bat had bit this pig and the pig was on the table um being cut up to be served like a uh, at a restaurant like a, in, one of those roasts like well, well in the back of a pig. kitchen oh, well, no, in the back yeah, of a kitchen yeah. you know um and the pig had been delivered and so this this chef was cutting it up so this pig was infected with whatever this bat was carrying um and he touched the raw meat with his hands and he didn't wash his hands. Wash be- your fucking hands, yeah. people. He didn't wash his hands before going... Especially if you're preparing my food. Well, see, and this is the thing. He didn't wash his hands. He shook her hand, ah. went back and washed his hands. So he infected her. She didn't know. She had no idea. And, you know, like they talk about how often, you know, people touch their face. And yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be like 2,000 times a day. Yeah. Like... I don't know that I have time to touch my face two thousand yeah. times a they day. They say that there's I don't a think lot you have more. To take time out for it. They say there's a <laughs> lot more germs like on your door handle than even on your toilet. Oh, you know? and I, more on your cell, cell phone. Yeah, on your cell yeah, phone. Like, yeah. Ugh, or yeah. lick your keyboard. No, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to be patient zero. Oh, he had keyboarditis. <laughs> What's scary about this is that this movie. It's it's not dubbed as a horror film, but it's almost very yeah. horrific. Man, how this type of stuff. Because this is how the world will end, man. Whereas Outbreak is more of like an action. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ob- this is more intellectual. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is more like, oh, fuck. This is kind of what would really happen yeah. if this, you know, Everyone was good in this scale. movie, too. And this was Soddenberg, who always does great stuff. Always brings simil- uh, a lot of his uh, actors that he's used before into uh, pictures. Uh, and, yeah, I think he nailed this one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in so long, but I totally I forgot about it. I haven't seen it so long. I don't even... I, I remember you liking remember it. it. I remember you liking yeah. it because it's really you good. and Maria had watched it, and you were like, "Oh, we just she watched." She always Convision. like I. She had never seen Outbreak. Oh, weird! And I showed it to her, and she was like, "Because she's a scientist yeah, yeah. in a right. lab." How do you right. not see Outbreak? Yeah. And she's like, "Wow, this movie is great." Yeah. And well, uh, Contagion is the smart version of Outbreak too, so I'm sure she that was another one that she. I think it's probably more realistic. I I feel like it kind of went under the radar. Yeah, I I don't think think it got the credit it deserved. Whereas, whereas outbreak was big and didn't realize she was going to die. I'm pretty sure they get her head cut off and put in a box. No, I'm actually pretty sure they uh, they showed her die in the trailer. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she should have done better. She's on the um, she's on the hospital gurney, and they're like asking questions, and you know you can tell she's like not really there. 
but she gets this like <laughs> how can you tell well you know like <laughs> <laughs> that was a you way know. better joke than the laugh I got <laughs> <laughs> totally t- turned into a Gwyneth roast <laughs> uh, well I mean you can tell consciously she's not there you know and <laughs> it's still funny this, this, this joke just keeps evolving <laughs> yeah. that's her in regular life <laughs> well and then all of a sudden there's just this look of sheer terror on her face and she turns her head to the left and her hand just gets stuck oh in yeah this, yeah I forgot like, about and it. she just yeah, gets yeah, this like her like a hook in her left lip that you know pulls her face to the side and yeah. like it's terrifying yeah. you know and that's it she's gone you wow. know but frightening yeah mm. <laughs> someone just slapped her on the back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck <to> <laughs> uh, all right dave what's your number one what, what you got uh, Oh, um, I'm up. I'm yeah. up. Well, I was, I was just basking. You were on deck. Basking in the, yeah. uh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. And I don't know, like, <laughs> at this point, I, I don't even dislike her that much. Yeah, see, I'll her let you website guys. is ridiculous. Oh, you ever yeah, want to yeah. you ever want to laugh yourself to yourself for a while? Uh-huh. Pull up Goop. Yeah. The website Goop uh-huh. that she runs. Never heard it's of it. Ridiculous yeah, yeah. things. That only rich people can afford that right. supposedly make your life better. Yeah. Like yeah. cashmere t shirts for eleven hundred dollars. The only like just it's ridiculous. And the stuff she does with her kids. It, it's almost the only thing the only person who's probably, if not on the level with her if not more ridiculous is Alicia Silverspoon. Yeah. You know, she pre chews her children's food and then spits it in their mouth like yeah, a fucking baby bird. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But I remember I was at my <laughs> Watch I was Clueless at my now. <laughs> I was at a, my internship for my MBA program and we had a few minutes to sit around and she came up for some reason. And really? I told my one of the guys there, I said, You wanna laugh? He's like pull up the website so we pulled it up and then we spent the next 20 minutes just going through the ridiculous shit <laughs> on our website and he's like this can't be a real thing who the fuck would pay in life a hundred dollars for it you know uh, it, it's that's funny awful. as shit yeah, okay. that's so everybody knows how big of a history of a fan i am yeah. I'm, and so it's only fitting that i would pick one this that, was a like almost catastrophe this was an almost catastrophe which is right. still falls in yeah this. i yeah. mean armageddon was an almost catastrophe <laughs> you said it not me <laughs> well, I, re- I retired that song so i don't have to sing it anymore before it was like no. i have to sing it every time no we yeah we we got it out it's it's done um, this, is, this <laughs> we killed that fucking and, rock and you know what i'm not sure but it might have been a tv movie uh this movie. The name no, is no, no. Thirteen Days. No, it wasn't TV. Movie. It wasn't the no, TV. It was movie? a big okay. budget. Yeah, but uh, it was Great the cast. Thirteen Days that after the U.S. discovered that um, the Cuban Missile Crisis that we discovered that there oh, was missiles okay. that Soviets had brought missiles and put them on the island of Cuba. Right, we came so close to nuclear war during yeah. this time during these thirteen days, and most of the public have no fucking clue. The, mm. Unless you're everybody books. should have to watch this. Yeah, I think they really followed should. it so goddamn close to yeah. the letter that because they documented there were so many people that were involved with it. Mm. Um, so Lee Greenwood, Bruce, play, Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, who's Lee? I don't know. His brother? Oh no, he's a, he's a, he's a, go- he's a golfer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew he was somebody. Yeah. Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. Was, he played great John F. Kennedy. Really great. John great. F. Kennedy. And, and you know the what? Guy this was a tough Robert. movie to do because you have his whole cabinet was a bunch of his buddies. Mm. So think about all the Boston accents you had to have. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really annoying if you yeah. hear it wrong. The guy who oh, played sure. Robert was really good. You've oh, got yeah. uh, the, Kevin Costner Kevin played Costner the played advisor. The, um, chief of staff, White House chief our, of staff. Our guy from um, Happiness played Stephen Robert Culp McNamara. Played Robert Kennedy. 
Uh, yeah, he was good. Um, let me just read some of the other people. The the, uh, the angry uh, the angry mailman from Funny Farm played uh, uh, Lemay. Curse Lemay. So uh, basically, I'll give you the. So they did aerial. These they were doing these aerial photography right over Cuba mm. regularly because they can't be trusted. Because they right. can't be trusted. Right. And this is communist. One of the only communists in our hemisphere, really. Right. Yeah. So we kept an eye on them and. Lo and behold, what, one day there's nothing there. Yep. They, they one day see, there is. They, they do a flight. They see what they think is this uh, one guy saw this yeah, too. It's they see crazy. what they think is uh, missiles, mm-hmm. and so that's crazy. Just yeah. one guy. They come back and, and say, "Hey, the Soviets are bringing missiles into the island of Cuba." The general's first reaction is, "We need to go in there and regime change." I mean, yeah. they wanted the U.S. government wanted to get yeah. rid of uh, Castro. Castro. Yeah. Way before this is even after that we supplied the guerrillas, mm-hmm. and they, it was a failed coup. Yeah, and you right. can you can read a, a little about that. The, the movie Bay of JFK Pigs. goes into yeah, the Bay of Pigs. The Bay of Pigs. Mm-hmm. More this movie doesn't really talk about it, but it was in the air. They knew that that had happened before. And what's what's scary about this before you go any, uh, further too is, oh, what was great about this is the specific administration. If this happened during another administration, it would have probably turned out way differently. Way different. cool, cool heads prevailed on this, and Barely. It, it makes you think. When I think of something horrible happening now with Trump in charge, he would have went the other oh, way. Yeah. There's yeah, no I way just, he would have went. And the this. scary thing is, is that the our government, our military was actively fighting against. Uh, uh, Kennedy, Kennedy, and, and, his, and uh, his brother, and his brother, who was the, who was attorney, the attorney general, general at the time. Mm-hmm. and uh, so that they said they wanted to keep doing flights, mm-hmm. knowing that the Cubans would shoot at the planes, right? And so then their give us reason, yeah, would be like if we get shot at, yeah. that means we can retaliate, right? And then there's <laughs> once you do one thing and one thing back and forth, and pretty soon we're in nuclear war, <laughs> yeah, to the point where. Uh, Kevin Costner's character at some point is talking to the pilots and saying, no yeah. matter what happens up there, you did not get shot at. You well, understand what I'm saying? Great like, scene. if you get shot at, we go to war. Right. So whatever happens up there, don't get that shot. One, you understand yeah. what I'm telling wow. you? Yeah. So that one great scene, they, the pilot goes with his, with his squad, and they, and they get shot at. Because uh-huh. they were doing low flyovers, right. and, and, and so he comes uh, back, and he's like, "Lemay is super happy." Yeah, he, well, I he just comes, hear it. He comes back, <laughs> and like they get him and his pilots, they jump out of their planes, and they can see the bullet holes in there. Right, and he's like, "Whoa, did you see that?" And he's like, "See what? That was a bird strike." Yeah, and he's like, "Were these sixty caliber birds?" Oh wow! <laughs> and so they Lemay has the pilot come up yep. there, and he's like, "Just tell me, son, did they shoot at you?" And he's like, "Nope, it was a piece of cake." Yeah, he, he was almost he disappointed him, yeah, because he McMahon, wanted him to shoot him. Uh, yeah. Le- LeMay was really... Yeah. If you watch that Robert McNamara documentary, The Fog of War, oh, yeah. and he talks about LeMay doing those carpet yeah. bombing runs and everything, it really gives you an insight into how kind of he was a uh, warmonger. He was a warmonger. He, he was brave, but he was a warmonger. Yeah, he didn't right. give a shit. He would kill women and civilians if it meant yeah. for the greater good. For the greater good. Uh, he was kind of like the big picture guy. Well, and I mean... I mean, you need that guy sometimes, but... Yeah. Not when nuclear... Because it's there's no... And this is what... In the fog of war, this is what Rob McNamara says. He's like, "There's no learning curve with nuclear weapons. Right? If, if conventional weapons, yeah. you can learn from your mistakes. Yeah. But yeah. there is no learning curve when yeah. nuclear weapons are involved. Y'all and lose. Everybody yeah. loses, yeah. and the planet loses. Yeah. I mean, every, every the fact that we're talking about Trump's administration is talking about they pulled out of that that Reagan era nuclear yeah. pact." For mid-range missiles, because they thought Russia, and is like, oh, well, we're going to start making new mid-range nuclear weapons. It's like, God, well, 
talk a little bit about because what was great about this because basically what was going on in this movie is you got the Kennedys against yeah. everyone else they're trying to tell them the opposite yeah. but they have cool heads and they were like we need to figure mm-hmm. this out and talk a little about the Adelaide Stevenson and the uh, the two messages that come through okay so basically Khrushchev um, who was the leader of Russia who was the leader at of the Russia time, at the time sent a message to the White House Saying old that, school style telegraph type of thing. Yeah, saying listen, cool heads will prevail because you know more than as much as I do that um, war rolls through cities yeah. and it doesn't end until there's death and destruction in both sides. So yeah. basically, he was like, "We sh- we can resolve this." Yeah. Um, so they were initially they were like, "Oh, great!" And they were ready to respond yeah. to that. So they message. were ready to respond, and then all of a sudden. A second message comes that says, "If you destroy Cuba, we're going to retaliate." So, a really hard line. Yeah, message. hard line. So they message. had this first message that was kind of like conciliatory, a soft and then message, a, yeah, a hard soft message. message. And then they had the hard message. And Annalee Stevenson was the UN secretary. Yeah. Um, basically, Wait. was trying to confront. So they gave Russia an ultimatum, like, but the, according to American laws, they couldn't. They wanted to stop the ships. Mm-hmm. So they had to come up with a reason to stop the ships, and I think Ken Donaldson and um, one of some other people came up with the idea of we'll just call it a quarantine. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they quarantined the waters around Cuba, and any ship that would come into that area would have to have to allow someone to come on Be board boarded. and, and yeah. to search them because right. they were worried that the warheads weren't there yet, mm-hmm. and the whole thing was like we need to go in now and blow up this things before yeah. the nuclear warheads yeah. come to find out you re, if watching fog war the warheads were already there uh-huh. the warheads had been there That's so fucking and they crazy they would have used them yeah oh absolutely would have killed millions of americans yeah. so the only way to really resolve the situation is adelaide stevenson had to go in front of the world during the UN meeting mm. and kind of like call out the Russians. He had that famous line. Yeah. I'm prepared to, to wait, wait here until hell freezes over yeah. until you explain yourself. Yeah. Because basically, I mean, the America's a bunch of bullies. Yeah. yeah. But in this instance, we're right. But Adelaide yeah. knew, the, knew Khrushchev and knew how he worked and how his mind worked yeah. too. And he knew that as long as Khrushchev could could save face and look like he's actually saving his saving own people. Saving Cuba, yeah. Saving right. Cuba, and he caused the... He helped avert yeah. this war, and the then deal, he would go for yeah. anything. And yeah. the deal they made under the table was they didn't like the fact that we had nuclear missiles in, in Turkey yeah. or India. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Turkey. Turkey, and they were like, if you remove your missiles from Cuba, we'll, six months from now, yeah, we'll remove... We won't tell anybody this is why we're doing it, but we'll remove our missiles from Turkey. Yeah. Mm. So basically, because Turkey is the closest to Russia that we could hit. Mm. You know, now we got stuff that can yeah. reach there in, in a couple of hours, but right. then <coughs> submarines, like, oh, you can park right off the. Yeah. And this was a tense sure movie. This was a, a tense movie that wasn't made this tense. Is stuff that it, mom, it was, it mom was went tense. through this. Yeah. It was 1962. Yeah. My, mom was probably. Yeah, kids were. This is when they were doing bomb shelters. This is where everyone in were building mom, and uh, bomb shelters. Mom yeah. was probably twelve or Blast from the Past with Christopher Walken and Brandon Fraser. Yeah, that's, that's right. when they got in their oh, shelter. Wow. Yeah, this. man, and it's like when they told you to hide under your desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did those. Yeah, those Duck drills and cover. <laughs> now, if you, 
if you got into a lead refrigerator, like, you would have been, yeah, you totally survived. Safe, man. Totally good. Yeah, this was a fantastic movie that did not need, like, uh, embellishments to make it Kevin exciting. Kevin Costner was it, it was awesome exciting in this movie one of his best roles yeah I think I mean I'm partial to to history movies but and the good thing about it is you would think with the cast he would come in and just be the he would be Kennedy in it or he, something but he played an awesome like second yeah co-star co-star right which you wouldn't have thought he would have been able to do really good mm-hmm. actors all down the thing our guy from happiness played mcnamara he yeah. was really good and a, a whole bunch of great actors in it and it's another one that i think a lot of people haven't seen and like you said they should see this because this yeah. is this is the closest we've come to uh closest we've ever come war. to nuclear war ever and yeah. if one decision was made incorrectly boom we all die it's it's insane yeah. did you see that and this is kind of same topic but a little bit off they um it came out. Russia released some papers about the old Soviet Union. Yeah. And in the eighties, um, uh, analyst in Russia, the computer terminals went weird, mm-hmm. and they it was telling them that we had launched a bunch of nuclear missiles. Oh shit! And they no were, way. They were ten minutes away from hitting Russia, so he had to make a decision mm-hmm. whether to run it up command wow. or to keep it. And they made a movie about it. I think it was, huh. but oh yeah, I think I know what you're because it came about. out a couple of years ago or something. But he, he was like, I don't. He's like, I don't trust it. I think it's not happening. Yeah. And like they, he withheld, but they would have launched had he. That's wow. fucking nuts. It's insane. Because <laughs> I mean, back man. then, it's not like. No, and you know what would happen is, dude, we'd be sitting here doing the pod. You'd be looking at me. I'd be like, oh, yeah. "What's that bright flash?" Yeah. End of pod. See, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> well, that's what under the desk. Yeah, duck and cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's scary about this current administration. We don't. We know there's not cooler heads out there that are gonna uh, keep this from happening. But You're trying to tell uh, me, uh, <laughs> yeah, he would make a bad decision. Well, when he puts like the head of these ex companies in charge of like these jobs that they are unqualified yeah. for, man. It's Make Betsy DeVos the yeah, education yeah, that, secretary. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get an oil man and we'll make him head of the solar department. Yeah, yeah, the secretary of defense. <laughs> let's, yeah, why not? Yeah. What's the eliminate, guy? Let's yeah. eliminate uh, what was what the environmental protection. Yeah, yes, we don't need, we don't need that. that. It's false. Yeah. False <laughs> news. It's false news. No, it's false news. <laughs> CNN is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're up. The Democrats are disguising themselves to vote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those of you who listen from foreign countries, don't worry, we're as embarrassed yeah. as you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It gets yeah. better, trust me. Uh, unless, the unless, unless he does something that, yeah. that the reason ruins we're the laughing future. about it. It's the only yeah. thing we can do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing we've got. It's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my last one here, and I love this movie, man. And this is also post-apocalyptic with a little twist on it. And uh, I love this movie so much. The set, uh, the uh, first time I saw it, I was a huge fan. I've watched it probably uh, seven, eight times since then. His 2006 Children of Men. Nice. Have you seen Children of Men? I I don't know that I have. Such a great movie. Clive Owen. So you've got Clive Owen. And the, and the beginning of the movie starts, and you realize that guys are infertile. We don't know why guys are infertile. And the at the very beginning of the movie, the youngest person on earth is dead, and he's 18. So there hasn't been any births in 18 years. Damn. So the youngest person uh, dies, and it's because he won't sign an autograph for somebody who who sees him in like the airport and they oh, get in a fight shit. and they kill him you don't see it it's off camera and everything but you're like oh man so petty that the youngest person and everyone's in in mourning and everything there's an uprising in the government that's going on and there's a uh, 
there's a group called the Human Project that's I actually think I did see that's this. actually working. You probably have. It's a big movie. Michael Caine's in it. Uh, right? Michael Caine's in it. Uh, you got Clive Owen. You got Julian Moore. And basically, what's happened is Julian Moore and Clive Owen used to be a couple. And they uh, had a child together, and the child died. And like a lot of uh, couples that have a young child who dies, they am splitting up because uh, they can't kind of deal with the situation. And they go their separate ways. And she's almost one of the heads of this uh, of this revolutionary kind of movement that's kind of interconnected with the Human Project. Well, it it almost looks like it's in London, so it's almost kind of how like the IRA, there's bombings going on and everything. But it's almost like it's you're very close to the end of the world, you right. know. And then these groups are kind of forming and everything these terrorist groups and uh uh clive owen almost gets blown up at the beginning right when they uh they there's a whole bunch of group of people watching this tv inside this coffee shop about the uh the youngest kid dying and everything Mm -hmm. and he actually uh grabs his coffee walks outside the second he gets outside uh the whole place blows up and his hearing is like all ringing and everything michael Caine even makes a joke about it later on he says hey if you took cream in your coffee you'd be dead because he would (laughs) have stopped inside to put cream in his coffee and he, he wouldn't have made it outside you find out that Michael Caine lives off the beaten path. He's like hidden and he's got security cameras all over. He's kind of like a, a end of the world kind of nut, but he has a, a catatonic wife that he takes care of and he brushes her hair and feeds her and everything. He's almost, a, he's a big hippie and he's got this funny joke. That he, he keeps telling Clive Owen to pull his finger and everything like that <laughs> when they're together. So they got like this father son relationship and everything. And it kind of establishes at the beginning. Well, then he gets taken, uh, like snatched off the street, uh, Clive Owen, put a hood over his head, throw him in a car, and it's the, you know, the guy from 12 Years a Slave that has mm-hmm. that really hard name, the same yeah, name, that I'll screw up. Yeah. Uh, he was also, no American, offense, he was also an American gangster. Uh, so he, he kidnapped and four some, brothers. Yep. And uh, was he in Four Brothers? Yep. Oh, I forgot about yep. that. He's the main bad guy oh, in Four nice. Brothers. Who was he uh, in American Gangster? He was one of the brothers. One of the brothers? Yeah, he was one of the brothers. Okay. Uh, well, what happens is. They're taking him to Julian Moore. He doesn't know it. And when they take the hood off, he sees her and he's like, oh, you scared the shit out of me. Why the hell did you do this <laughs> yeah. and everything? And they were like, I, we need your connections to get a uh, kind of a citizenship pass or something to get somebody out of the country. Mm. He says, I know you have connections with uh, so-and-so. And the connections that he has is actually with Danny Houston, who's in the movie just for a short period of time. Who's, uh, who's awesome. awesome. He's awesome in everything. Uh, he played the uh, head the vampire in 30 Days uh, a Night. He, mm. he was great in uh, The Aviator. He was really funny. And uh, he's just great in everything. He's the brother of uh, Angelica Houston. Uh so he gets a pass. He doesn't know what it's about. He's, they're not telling him what this is about. They're saying, you need to get this uh, this this black uh, girl out of the country, this young black woman, and she's got like a caretaker that's with her out of the country. And he's like, I, I don't understand any of this. He says, she's like, you really it's need to do need this. It's need to know basis, dude. Yeah, right? And shut yeah. the fuck so, up. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not all in, in on it until the, probably the best scene of the movie is when they're driving in that SUV. Do you remember the scene where they... they Put the in the making of the movie. They actually put the camera on the top of the roof and did this rotation yeah, thing. They actually yeah, created yeah. A, oh, nice. a whole thing. So what's happening is Clive Owen and Julian Moore and a uh, bunch of people in this SUV are traveling down this road, and all of a sudden, up ahead, you see this flaming car being pushed down a uh, oh, thing shit. into the roadway. Yeah, and they have to stop. 
and the camera's turning. This is a long take. This this whole scene probably is three and a half minutes. Is this with no the cuts. End? This is like a big no. This battle? is the beginning. This oh, is the this beginning. Is the beginning. Uh, before he even accepts the job to help this girl out of the country, so the, the camera's zooming around, and you see people coming down the uh, uh, from every point of view. There's people coming, and there's people shooting from behind, and Julian Moore gets shot in the neck, oh, and the yeah, camera turns, that. and by the time it gets back to around her, this blood spurting everywhere and everywhere. It's such a chaotic scene. Yeah, and then they it ends with them getting pulled over by the cops and uh the guy from american gangster gets out and boom boom shoots the cops in the head and clive owen's like what the fuck is going on why did you do that why are you killing these people and he's yeah. like you don't understand what's at uh stake here so he he puts him in uh uh he he agrees to do it because julie moore like lost her life basically to help the situation so right. she decides to uh to connect with this black uh girl and uh get uh her and her caretaker out of the country and at first he's he's in with the with the uh, guy from 12 years of slaves group but he's not completely convinced that they have her best interest in mind so at one point he decides to in the middle of the night dip with her and the caretaker but before Uh that it's revealed what's going on yeah he she's she's in the uh she's in the barn and uh he's standing in front of her and she's like you have to help me you have to help me and she starts unbuttoning her shirt Mm -hmm. and he thinks whoa whoa what are you doing here right kind of like thinks he's she's gonna (laughs) offer himself to her yeah and when she takes her shirt off she's nine months pregnant right (laughs) and people are like freaking out he's like what the hell is going on here you should not be pregnant no one's been pregnant for 18 years yeah and they keep they have to keep it silent because a a lot of the people on the other side would want to kill her and uh, not have her make it so it's super important that he makes her uh, to this point so at one point he goes to Michael Caine's kind of uh Michael Caine's kind of like compound and everything and he's got all the things washing it and you get to see Michael Caine just be funny and uh, the black girl is braiding braiding his wife's hair and everything. He's really good in that role. Really good, man. And they they got a lot of exposition out about uh, Clive Owens losing his kid and everything and it it was such a great grounded uh, type catastrophe movie. Uh, And so at some point he knows that the uh, American Gangsters crew showed up at the front of the compound. So Clive Owen and the two women they book it up the hill and there's a great shot from a wide angle of Michael Caine down there. Uh, the only, they're all surrounding Michael Caine and wanting to know where they went. Michael Caine ain't telling him shit. Mm-hmm. And he, I, there's a great moment where he's like, pull my finger yeah. <laughs> to the guy and they shoot his thumb right off. Oh fuck. And it's a great scene. If you watch where Michael Caine takes his own thumb and throws it at the guy's <laughs> head and says, pull my finger. Yeah. <laughs> and then they shoot him right in the head. Oh, and Michael wow. Cain just falls on the ground and dies. Damn. It's sad because you know his catatonic wife's inside. What the hell's going to happen oh, to her? Fuck. He's taking care of her. And Clive Owen's pissed, obviously, but he realizes that he has to intentionally, to be able to get out, he has to intentionally uh, get himself caught into like this uh, war zone type area. Yeah. That which the, whole that, end that, sequence. That was, last 20 minutes yeah, was powerful. pretty man. intense. Mm-hmm. Because at some point... Uh, do you know the guy who played the cook in Train Spotting? Mm-hmm. His name is Peter Mullen. He, he's so good. He, have you ever seen Top of the Lake? The play. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also he, in Band of Brothers. Yeah, he's so good in this man. He's uh, in Top of the Lake. He was the guy whose daughter disappeared, mm-hmm. uh, and he was trying to find him, and he was somehow connected. I think it turned out. But he usually plays a shady guy. But he's a guy. He's really funny, and he has a really strong accent. You look like you should be fat. Yeah, but you're not. yeah. <laughs> uh, So then he. Uh, she gets connected. Uh, she's gonna have this baby. She's going through labor. Yeah. And then oh, wow. you think it's in the war zone. Th- and so she's 
people just think she's got stomach problems or something like that because the last thing on people's mind is she's, she's having a baby. Right, yeah. But once she has a baby, as a viewer, you're like, yeah, shut this baby up now, man. Right, this baby's yeah. going to be crying. Right. She kept it so in there. She has <laughs> he helps deliver the baby, and they, they show it, too. I've, I watched it, and I remember watching with my wife, and I was like, because I've seen, I've seen a birth baby. happen, yeah. like right there. I was videotaping it for a friend of mine when she gave birth. Right. So I've seen it, and I was like, you know, they never show births on camera and everything, and all of a sudden on, on uh, Children of Men, boom, they, you see just a corner of like stretched vagina and baby boom oh, wow. right out man and uh i always wonder where they get because a newborn baby doesn't look like no no doesn't no. look like a no. three-day-old no, baby they, no. they probably have baby. done really good uh mannequins and uh, dolls that kind of you know you juice them up and they, mm-hmm. they probably can make it look put quite some like grape jelly on yeah grape jelly you know <laughs> grape jelly <laughs> you really need to see a birth dude <laughs> uh, so she has the baby and then when Peter Mullen comes in he's like what are you hiding there what are you hiding there and his reaction is so great when he pulls it back he's like what the fuck is that Right. Yeah. <laughs> he like backs up and then this other woman who's there helping him is like uh wants to help her and you you're not sure at first if she's on the level but she really is she just wants to help him and at some point where the war is coming in the streets tanks are blowing shit up gunshots and he's like covering her head and everything and uh he's walking down the steps and all the uh the people that live in this like apartment building are just they're just in awe of the baby. The baby's crying, and they reach their hands out to touch the baby, and they're letting Clive Owen and the woman. You really got to protect the woman he, more than the even baby. the soldiers. Yeah, have another one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the soldiers, and you don't know. I mean, maybe the husband was the important because the guys are supposed to be That's the ones true. who are infertile. Sterile, yeah. But they figure if they have the baby, they kind of have a cure for whatever's going on. Hmm. Uh, so even the soldiers coming up the steps see the baby, and they're like. Whoa, let yeah. him through, let him through to stop shooting and everything. Yeah. And he eventually gets her on a uh, boat and he's traveling across a uh, thing towards where the human project will be. But it's it's one of these kind of grounded sci-fi movies that you don't have aliens and stuff like right. that. But it's still... Uh, futuristic. It's still and... futuristic. I like a lot of my scripts, uh, kind of like the certainly the Crystal Asylum I wrote, it has to deal with kind of like this unknown infection that's causing the end of the world. Hmm. And... Uh, it, they never tell you what it is that uh, why guys can't uh, help uh, uh, women give birth in this movie, but it, it doesn't take it away from it all. And I love the unknown a lot of the times in catastrophe movies when you don't exactly know how it started. A lot of these well, the we've talked about, is, they have told you. The how good it thing is too is. You save a big chunk of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah by yeah. just jumping right the well, fuck into it. Well, what were you going to yeah. do? But with Contagion, wasn't that done at the very end and just like a series of yeah, clips no, that th- just showed you? Ooh, <laughs> get the microphone. Yeah, that's what they did because you're, you know, like part of the point of the movie was to find out where it was coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like end the movie and you're like, what the fuck? And then they just kind of come they, back yeah. with the screen to show you, you know, the bat flying. <laughs> that's, cool, the, that's cool. That's cool. They, they did, did that, that after people complained. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, screened, sure, they, they screened it. They did. Test they're yeah. like, yeah. You can't not tell us. <laughs> yeah. No one, everybody's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Right. See, and I yeah. wouldn't be. That doesn't, that's not You wouldn't be, but you're, you. No, I'm in the minority, I think. I'm like you, but we're in the minority. I wouldn't be if they didn't find a cure for it. Yeah. If it was like that's the end of that and the the plague just came from yeah. some unexplained place. They found I'd be a cure okay. and they didn't tell you about it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if they came up with something and it was like, oh we we cured an incurable disease that never just you know existed yeah. before two weeks ago, 
I'd be kind of pissed. It's weird because like four out of my five movies, you don't know how these things happen. You don't know how the uh, the apes took over. You don't know how the guys became infertile. You don't know how robots took over the town in the world's end, and you don't know why they launched missiles and missiles and Miracle Mile, and it really didn't affect it at all. Yeah. And most of yours are you you do realize why those catastrophes are happening? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Except maybe the mist. Except you. They tell you why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they even go into that. Yeah. They tell you why that happens. So yeah, it's interesting. No, so you want to? You said talk about an yeah, yeah. What, what are you had a couple on here that didn't make the didn't make the grade? I had one that I, I just thought of a few minutes ago, and I'm hoping that, that doesn't you, count. <laughs> I'm hoping maybe <laughs> that you've seen it called the divide. No. no, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. So basically, what it is is there's like a giant explosion. I don't know if it's like the you know I think it's a nuclear explosion mm-hmm. happens. And these eight people, there's a bomb shelter in the bottom of this apartment building. Mm -hmm. And these eight people go down into the bomb shelter and lock themselves in. And the bomb hits and destruction happens. And they're trapped down there. And um, one of the, like the, what are the, the maintenance man for Mm -hmm. the building was already living down there and had like food stockpiled for himself, you know. Um, And as time goes on, food starts to run out Mm. people start to get a little crazy shit gets nuts you know and like this is a modern one it's uh i think it's like 2011 2014 uh 2011 oh all right um i'll have to check it out it i mean and it's there's there's certain parts of it that i think would be right up your alley where it's just kind of like oh fuck you know what i mean so yeah i I, that's a really good one that yeah. probably will never get mentioned on the pod ever again. So. This is definitely the some of these categories we do weekly that uh, uh, that we could do two or three different times. This is one that we could do probably a lot because there's so many different subcategories. You think oh, yeah. almost all horror movies are dealing with like uh, some sort of catastrophe sure, yeah, yeah. that could be uh, wheeled into it. And uh, a lot of historical movies can be used in this. So we'll, this will be definitely when we... Uh, Go back to in the um, was it K nineteen K nineteen yeah yeah the Widowmaker, Widowmaker yep, that, was, that had a lot of uh, good Paul thirteen stuff. even Paul thirteen oh, yeah. even fantasy movies like Waterworld uh, that Waterworld. clearly yeah. a, arachnophobia a, well yeah I guess <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad it finally got a, a mention on the pod <laughs> love arachnophobia hell yeah <laughs> so yeah the, <laughs> that's John Goodman's character. <laughs> Oh, he's so great. <laughs> All right, Benjamin. we'll wrap it up here. We've gone for 235, which is unbelievable. Woo-hoo! <laughs> a lot of disaster. There's a lot of disaster going on here, man. Uh, so if you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud. We're on Twitter at Dupree Podcast, through email, films at gmail.com, and through Facebook at the Fascinated with Films kind of uh, webpage there where we post our pictures every week i think next week is going to be thanksgiving i think me and justin are going to do a solo pod because dave's going away for thanksgiving and we've got a category that uh me and justin are great for that uh dave would just be faking it through the whole thing except for a couple i'm sure you can come up with a couple I of those roundhouse maybe, kick maybe not, but <laughs> he's, getting a, he's getting a tease man so yeah i think we're gonna do kung fu movies next week which uh, a lot of people i know uh, uh my cousin's a huge fan of kung fu movies and uh a lot of my friends are so I, there's a lot of good ones that we can narrow it down to so i think that's what we're gonna can, do you gonna do ninja movies too ninja yeah kung fu ninja mm-hmm. yeah eh, same thing i'll probably martial do arts. i like the american, i'll probably american do ninja martial arts good. there we go yeah. we just martial call it martial arts because it'll cover everything uh we've also got a great uh, director's pod coming up and we have uh our uh, rocky retrospective is coming up it's uh coming out i think creed 2 comes out on thanksgiving we'll give us a week I'm maybe hoping to, to have to see it on. 
Yeah, if we I, can get him. I, I made the call. I had, uh, yeah, did you hear back from him? Because <laughs> I, I haven't contacted heard him. back from him yet. Man. If we can get him on, hey, <laughs> tell him, hey, man, you got Creed coming out <laughs> next one. You might want to pump some uh, Dolph, publicity out there. Dolph emailed me, and I told him, no, man, we're holding <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> we think we can do better. We think we can do better. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I will break you. Mr. <laughs> T, we got him on the line. If the pod dies, it, it dies. dies. <laughs> <laughs> perfect ending, perfect ending. All right. So until next time, see ya. Look out. Later. We want the boy.